when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of a... The Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, here it is Wednesday, the 21st day of June. 2023. Thanks for being you all right over there? Situated? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that is a frazzled Nikki D. I am not frazzled. I'm fine. I just realized that I didn't have my camera looking at me. You should put one of those little colored dots on it to know, like a purple one. <laughs> to know it's mine. Yeah. <laughs> Purple's your color, right? Purple is my color, yes. Yeah. So you put a little I'll get you. Actually, you know what? I got them at the house. <laughs> purple dots? I do. I've <laughs> Bring got, me one. I've got like thousands of purple dots for something <laughs> that I did one time, and I used eight. Oh, wow. So I've got sheets of small purple dots. So I we're, believe it. We're all going to get a purple, we're all going to get a dot for our cameras. <laughs> then the, uh, the wake-up call will come in as we share the same studio and go, why do they have colored dots on their cameras? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Because we need to know. What, what are those people on the BS doing with our cameras? Uh, there is Nelson. Hello, Nelson. Hi, I'm I'm the frazzler. That's my uh, that was my failure to not make sure her camera was aimed pre-show. So. That's okay. Well, I'm going to solve the problem tomorrow with the dots purple dots with the, pr- with the extra purple <laughs> dots that, from my house. All right, your phone number if you'd like to participate here in the next four hours. We hope you do. Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. You can use that number to text us as well. Messaging and data rates apply. 916-909-0985. Of course, we're on the Odyssey app. Of course, we're on the Odyssey app. And thebaileyshow.com for a podcast and a stream. And on social media, listen to the BS, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you'll give us a follow. And we post uh, constantly on all those platforms and on YouTube at The Bailey Show. If you'd like to uh, subscribe there as well. I've, I've got this new addiction of... Oh, there it is. There it goes again. So, my house... Back in Atlanta is the last thing that I need to transition here, mm-hmm. right? Fully, well, that and my my family. <laughs> so uh, my wife comes on Friday, so she'll be out at Twin Peaks with us. That's so cool. Oh, nice. So I'm like She's going back to, already. I'm going to the airport to pick her up, and then we'll go from there, and we'll probably be at. We got a live broadcast at Twin Peaks for those not in the know, starting at three o'clock. So we hope you can come out and join us for that. As we uh, we wrap up my birthday month, yes, right. That's what we're doing. Full so, celebration, right? So uh, anyway, so I got that. My daughter's going to stay behind for a couple of weeks, so she'll be out right after the Fourth of July. But we, the, the the biggest issue, and it's very very stressful, is selling our property there, selling our house there. We have a gorgeous house. Yes, very in, very nice house in uh, uh, Roswell, Georgia, which is just north of Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I've. I'm going to cry when somebody buys this house because I've done so much work. I've had so many projects. You over-renoed it. Right, yeah. We actually one time had an appraiser, and I'd never heard that before. And I've been buying and selling properties since I was 21. I'm 48. He goes, dude, I don't know what to do here. You over-renoed. Slow down. Like, what does that mean? He said, for the area, you know, I mean, not that it's a bad area, but it's not, you know, country club or anything right. like that. It's just a... Run of the mill, old school '80s neighborhood, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You over renoed." Go, 
that's a good thing, right? He's like, uh, yeah, living in it, yeah, you'll have nice stuff, but when you go to sell it, it's going to be a little difficult. It's be a little... <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Anyway, so I've got cameras, a big camera guy. I've got cameras everywhere. I've got the ring doorbell. I've got cameras inside. I've got cameras all around the outside, blah, blah, blah. And so as we try to sell this house, all the dogs are out. All the, all five dogs are with me here in uh, in Roseville. And so my wife currently is across the street at our neighbors having dinner, one last dinner. Mm-hmm. It's like the last supper. Aww. So I'm watching these people. We have two showings today. Uh-huh. And remember, they're three hours ahead of us. So I'm watching all these showings. Somebody just walked in. They look promising right out right out of the gates. Just what I saw. They Why looked, do they look promising? They were energetic. They were a young couple. They had two young kids. Okay. So, like, we had a lady that's pregnant. She's like, this isn't going to work because when I have this kid, there's stairs. I'm like, really? Eh, okay. That's fine. For six weeks. And there's not a lot of stairs. It's a... It's a um, split level? Split level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Split plan house, split level. It was built in 84. So these people look promising, but the people before that, and this is my new addiction, is watching these people and trying to figure them out. Because <laughs> I take pride in being able to like pretty much gauge people within 60 seconds. I can usually tell everything there is to know about somebody, and I don't even have to talk to you within 60 seconds. So the people that just went in, uh, prior to these people I was right like, now. okay. Yeah, prior to these people. You know, their agent comes, they get the key, and they were a fairly young couple, probably, you know, young, early 40s, I think. They were in and out in less than eight minutes. That means they didn't like it. They were uninterested. They didn't say anything as they walked out. Oh, wow. Now, that could be because I have so many cameras and they caught on to that. But they were in and out in eight minutes. And now, and I got to stop watching these people because it makes me angry. Why are you angry? <laughs> well, any, it, look, you should be proud of where you live, mm-hmm. right? You should, that is your castle. That is your house. Uh, and, and And people get very protective if anybody says anything whether it's you know a, a crap hole like where nelson lives it doesn't matter it's still his house mm-hmm. that's his domain that's his castle don't disrespect a man's castle mm. i feel disrespected because they're only there for eight minutes well they didn't a- look excited i saw the look on their face nikki d they did not look excited about my house well i mean but they have the right they're probably no, they looking don't. for something in particular they went in saw that the particulars they were looking for weren't there, and so they didn't waste anybody's time. In my mind, that's not true. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, yeah. that's probably what happened. You're potato, potato. <laughs> yeah, I'm just telling you. In your mind, they just hate your house. Right. It's like if you, okay, let's say, for example, you look very nice today. Thank you. You've got a black and white striped, like, one-piece dress on. you got some gimmick holding your hair in. It's a, what is it, a bonnet? No, it's a scarf. It's a scarf. Okay, you got a, don't you wear scarves on your neck? You wear scarves wherever you want to wear them. Oh, okay. So you got a scarf on your head. It's like a bonnet, though, right? So it's, a, it's not got... a bonnet. A bonnet covers your whole head. Oh, okay. So you got a scarf on your head. And I, and I like it. It looks cool, right? <laughs> now, you go out there and you say something to somebody. They, they walk by and, you, you know, talking about your scarf and they look uh-huh. uninterested. Mm-hmm. I know you. You would be offended. But this is. <laughs> okay, tell me how it's different, please. Let me, let me grab a drink. This is something that is mine that's personally like on my body, something I did to make myself look nice. So, yes, if somebody had something negative to say about me making myself look nice, they I would to, be upset. They don't have to say it. They just have to. Uh, yeah, I, I would be upset about that. So, you understand where I'm coming from. But I'm not for sale. Well, Your house is for sale. I don't know. You did so say that you had a sugar daddy. No. <laughs> Right, Nelson? Yes. No. That is accurate. 
It is Your accurate. This for you sale. Know, let me let me different. let me let me tell you something. It's okay every <laughs> once in a while to say, you know, Bailey, I understand where you're coming from. Even I, even if you don't a hundred percent agree with because right now you sound kind of silly in my opinion. I don't it sounds sound like you're silly. struggling to just debate me. I'm not debating you. All I'm saying is it doesn't it's not a shot at you if they weren't interested in your house. That's all I'm saying. You've done a great job with the house. It's beautiful. If I could afford it, I would have bought it. I just can't. It's a beautiful house. So it's not a shot at you. It's simply it's they may not have been interested. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Nikki buys give my you house. Another perspective. That's the new doorbell. There you go. Oh, somebody's at the door. <laughs> <laughs> that that and Snoop Dogg. <laughs> uh, we'll have aftershock passes to give to you here at the end of this hour. Uh, you don't know Jeff will be the game we will play today. Is the first day of summer. That's very exciting. We can have the conversation of which sounds are better. Summer sounds, winter sounds, and the most satisfying food sounds that exist overall. Also, today's the last day to enter the Nickelback promotion. Give you details on that and some more entries, submissions. We'll play you their audio here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Today's the last day if you are interested in a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Kid you not. Unless you know the guys in Nickelback. But we are, we being 98 Rock, giving you the opportunity to get up on stage with Nickelback and sing Rockstar when they're in town on the 8th of July at Toyota Amphitheater. Now, here's the deal. Today's the last day. It's over and done with uh, tonight at midnight. Actually, 11.59 p.m. So, if you're interested, uh, you have to upload a 30-second-ish clip of you singing rock star you can do video or just audio it's up to you i think actually it's probably easier for most people which is crazy just to do video yep there there once was a time when video was impossible and audio was easy it's the opposite now anyway krxq.net krxq.net that is our website you upload it uh we got some more entries give me maddie and four I'm going to trade this life for fortune and fame. I'd even cut my hair or change my name. Because we all just want to be big rock stars and live in hilltop houses driving 15 cars. The girls come easy and the drugs come cheap. We'll all stay skinny because we just won't eat. And we'll hang out in the coolest bars in the VIP with the movie stars. Every good gold digger's going to wind up there. Every playboy. Bunny with the bleached blonde hair, and we'll hide out in the private rooms. <laughs> How long does she go? She goes for a minute. This is the part I really wanted to get to, anyways. Right at the very end, she goes, Hey, hey, I want to be a rock star. Was she? Okay, hey, oh. hey, I want to be a rock star. <laughs> Wait for it. Is there more? No, that's I'm not saying she's gonna do it one. again. No, no, no. <laughs> I think in the song it's done, but I don't know if she's like, well, if you read the comics, there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> I like Maddie. Maddie, I you did, did good. She did great. Was she was she reading or did she memorize? No, she was. It was a video submission, like you said. It's easier for them to do video now, and she was doing it. Uh, mm. She's just kind of looking off into space, so it didn't even oh. look like she was reading it off of a monitor. Now I have not seen the video. I am. Guessing she was blonde, brunette actually. Damn, mm. wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, what, I guess what I pictured her, obviously, totally wrong. 
So, again, 11.59 tonight, krxq.net. We'll play some more of these uh, throughout the show. They're just fun. And, and we appreciate every, uh, appreciate everybody that's that's participated. I hope you do win. Uh, we have no gauge on who wins or not. So uh, we just appreciate you listening and your participation. And uh, either way, you should go out to the show because it's going to be a lot of fun. So today is the first day of summer, which <laughs> as an adult really doesn't mean a damn thing to you unless you have kids and they're out. Uh, they're excited about it, but... I think we all can agree when we were all kids, the first day of summer was awesome. I don't think it matters anymore about the first day of summer. All they care about is the last day of school. It's that summer to them. Right. Yeah. The, la- the last day of school, and then it would be, what, what is it? It was like Labor Day to Memorial Day? Is that- so, basically, it's right around there. Some, like here, they go even later. They weren't out until after Memorial Day, I don't believe. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, day, and this is all dependent on what state you live in, I guess, but you know, I remember- in Maryland, it was you didn't go back to school until after Labor Day. Mm-hmm. It was the That's Monday, right. wow, or the day after, whatever the, yeah. the holiday. That's that, how it is up north. They go back after. Is it still day. the same way? Yeah. Oh, it's the same way. And then you got out uh, like the beginning of June or late May, one of the two. The, yeah, Juneish. Yeah, and now I think they don't get out until late June. I mean, it was mid June. Yeah, it was at least mid June here. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so today's the first day. What's better, sounds of summer or sounds of winter? Winter. Real, like, give summer. me, give me a good winter sound. Like a crackling, the fireplace ember crackling sound. It just makes you feel good and like cozy on the inside. Well, you know you can have a fire in summer. They oh, have them right. all the time. It Bunch doesn't have the same effect as it does in the winter. Doesn't crackle the same? No. No. When you have fire in the summer, I don't even think about it. Like, it gives me no feeling at all. Have you ever been to a big bonfire at the beach? Yeah. No, I've never done that. Oh, that's the only the deal. fire I've ever been to was with you guys at your cookout or something, and we did the roasted marshmallows. Remember, that was my first time ever roasting a marshmallow. I never oh, done any of that right. stuff. <laughs> she did. She never. <laughs> this poor girl grew up without somebody ever giving her a s'mores. <laughs> and I handed her the you know the gimmick and the marshmallow and the chocolate, and she just looks at me like I'm crazy. What do you want me to do with this? <laughs> It's like I asked her to solve a Rubik's Cube in 20 seconds. <laughs> well, this guy asked me to go camping, so it's a lot. Oh, I was going to back I was gonna back you up on that. I, I believe that she'd never seen a s'more because you should have seen the look she gave me last night when I said, you know, I think over the 4th of July weekend I'm going to take the kids camping. You have about as much luck getting her camping as you do me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I hate it too, but aren't you supposed to take kids camping? You are. You are. You right. now. You're supposed to go out there. Her kids. <laughs> no. <laughs> our kids don't care about. No. Camping. No. Imagine getting Ariel or Maddie out there. No, oh, not God. at all. She wouldn't go. Okay. Can we go now? Right. Uh, summer or winter sounds, Nelson. Summer sounds. Splashing around in the pool. You got a grill going. Yeah. You know, uh, steaks and hamburgers on the grill. That that's the sound that I love. The sound of. Uh, give me three on this list right here. That. Meat that grilling. Steak on a grill. Sizzling. Just, I mean, that's, I think this is the sound of it in a pan. No, this it, is a grill. Is this a grill? I, I pulled it from a video of meats being grilled. Yes. But you grill in the wintertime, too. I do. Mm-hmm. When do you, don't you grill? You got to grill all the time. I he do. Does. Yeah, but to, but grill, most people, so it's weird here, for some reason, everybody refer. well, I don't say some reason, but for here, people refer to grilling as barbecuing. Yeah. I think we've had this conversation. Yes. And I have always referred to it as grilling. Because barbecuing is barbecue. Barbecue is barbecue sauce. Right. And barbecuing. Uh-huh. 
grilling. Even when you smoke, you grill. Right. Right? Yes. Even when you sear, you grill. Mm-hmm. But here it's everybody's like, buy. I remember said something, I was like, hey, you know, why isn't grilling a bigger deal? I don't know. We do barbecue. <laughs> we do barbecue. <laughs> By the way, that sound that Nelson just played is the third most satisfying sound ever. Wow, grilling. Okay, I see that. It's a happy feeling as well, grilling, sunshine, and things he, like that. It, here's the number one most satisfying sound. Does she have the list? No. Uh, no, she does okay. Not have the so list. see if you know what this is. How about that? Okay. All right, give me one. Okay, that sounds like water running. A, a stream. Hey, peace. Oh, no. Maybe it's fire, too. I think it's fire. You think it's fire? That's the number one satisfying food sound. Just fire. Oh, food sounds. Okay, I'm just thinking about sounds of summer and winter. A food sound. That sounds like an egg frying. Close. What do you have with eggs? You have bacon. Bacon frying frying is the most satisfying food sound according to whatever. (laughs) Remember I told you about putting stuff at the bottom? Yes. Uh, how about this one? Give me number two. This is a food sound? Yeah. It's not like a pig. Can I hear it one more time? You can. Great and cheese? That is the sound of Nelson eating a sub while having sex. <laughs> Second most satisfying food sound, uh-huh. <laughs> according to whatever. Yeah, I leave the ladies really dry. <laughs> what is that? Slicing of crusty loaf of bread. Ew, who wants to hear that? You don't like that? Like, say you go to Outback or something, and because they've got that good bread, mm-hmm. and they the, when you slice it, you don't no. like that sound of it? No. And then it finally hits the cutting board, and it's like... No. No? That's not a satisfying food sound for me. All right. Well, you heard the steak. Give me uh, four. Uh, eating spaghetti. That. Do you listen much? <laughs> what spaghetti? Because it sounds like a fork, like banging or or sliding against something. So I'm just thinking maybe their forks banging while they're eating their spaghetti or twisting the pasta or something. Do you eat spaghetti made of glass? No, but you listen eat it on a Play glass. It again. Play it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> spaghetti. Where'd you get spaghetti out of this? Because it just sounds like a fork clanking or a, a knife going across This something. is butter being spread on toast. Oh, see? Mm-hmm. I was just about to say a knife going over something, so okay, buttering toast. And that's a cool sound, too, right? If you Yeah, if, now that is. I agree. If you got good toast. You have to have good, hard toast. Yeah, and it's that. Soft. It's you know it's, it, it reminds me of my grandmother. It was just like she'd always toast everything perfectly. It wasn't too toasty. And it wasn't too untoasty. Right. It was, it perfect, was perfectly toast. Right. Grandmas can perfectly toast. My grandma, too. And they can spread some butter on that toast, too. So that's the When I hear that, I think of my grandmother. Aw. Uh, here, how about this one? Five. <laughs> really bad at this, huh? <laughs> okay. Um, cracking nuts. Uh, no. Um, what in the world? 
<laughs> it's not cracking nuts. Um. Oh God. Opening a soda. Snapping of a chocolate bar. On oh, who snaps a chocolate bar? <laughs> you got the Hershey's bar, you do, because they come in, you know, little sections. Yeah, and the better oh, the chocolate gosh. bar, the better it snaps. And, and the- if you're eating s'mores and you're opening up a big Hershey's chocolate bar, you snap it. There is something. There is something cool to say, or there's something to say about how cool the sound is of snapping of a chocolate I've bar. I've done s'mores once in my life. Right. But I mean, you've snapped a chocolate bar. No, maybe a Twix. But, but, but it doesn't sound like that. No, this is a straight up in your face yeah. Hershey's chocolate yeah. bar mm-hmm. that you're snapping. I've never done that. Uh, how about this one? Six. What? This is frying chicken. Or French fries. Oh, yeah. okay. Or French fries. That's what we have in our fries. <laughs> We're not chicken. We're not doing chicken. We're doing French fries. <laughs> I'll fry chicken. But... All right, how about this one? Seven. Eating an apple. There you go. That's a, you know, people get grossed out by hearing other people eat or chew, but I got to tell you, there's something to be said about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You are people. <laughs> you are. What? You get grossed out by people eating stuff. You don't want me to eat nothing. You don't want me to eat grapes. You didn't want me to eat my tangerine. You are people. Well, it's, well, no, hold on. Let's understand something. It's not a me thing. It's a you thing. Because the way you eat is disgusting. <laughs> no, it's not. And also, it was like a juice issue, too. Like, it was extremely juicy, whatever you were eating there, and it was dripping everywhere. Whatever sound effect, for those that are listening, can relate to somebody eating, times that by 10, and then dash some grossness in there. It's like... And there's a slurp, even though there's no liquid. There is liquid. <laughs> Where you make liquid. <laughs> Eight. Popcorn popping. All right. Mm-hmm. Nine. Mm-hmm. You're opening chips. Very good. Okay. You're better at the back half. I am. <laughs> uh, and the last one, ten. Several of these sound similar. Making tea? Very similar. Uh But I have video confirmation that all of these are different. No, but I agree with you. Uh, Steeping. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Tea? (laughs) Old school? You love it. Yes, that is a sound that makes you feel homey and love. Or a crock pot going off? Yep, absolutely. Old school crock pot. Not the new ones. The silver old school with the dial on top. (laughs) Right. Yep, that's what this is. This like is to me. stir frying vegetables. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if that. I would have put that on the most satisfying food set. Yeah, I wouldn't well, not when you got one. grilling, sounds pretty much the exact same to it. Here's grilling. Yeah, I think my uh, pot thing should have been on there. Yeah, the steeping. <laughs> you need the steeping from that, from that teapot for sure. Who knew how dangerous they were back in the day? Oh. Again, Grandma handled it like a champ. Yep. You never knew. You would have never known it was dangerous. I, I remember, uh, for whatever reason, one time I was talking about, on one of my radio shows, talking about uh, um, the pressure cooker. Oh, all these okay. people called in with all these horrible stories. Of them exploding. Of them exploding, like in their uh-huh. house. My yeah. co-worker came to work with third-degree burns all over yeah. himself, and I'm like, what happened to you? And he was like... I didn't know how to use my new pressure cooker. Uh, I'm like, what? It's like one out of ten people have been injured by a pressure cooker. It's mm-hmm. like, what? He was messed up. It was one of those like radio days where you just stumble upon something that consumed the rest of the show. And you're like, 
I am enthralled by these stories. Keep them coming. Anyway, all right, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm getting, I'm going to give you the latest on the Davis stabbing suspect, and I'm going to tell you where you can earn six figures dog sitting. All right, first round of headlines here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. All right, here we go. First round of headlines, Nikki D. The Davis stab, stabbing suspect is not mentally competent, H1. To refresh your memory, Dominguez is a former UC Davis student who police believe is responsible for three separate knife attacks that happened over a span of five days back in April, just days after Dominguez was separated from UC Davis for academic reasons. A court-appointed doctor has determined that the suspect is not mentally competent to stand trial, but a jury is going to determine if the criminal case goes forward, and this is what a judge has ruled. So basically, after... uh, the physician came, monitored him, did the, all the testing that they do. He determined that he's not mentally uh, competent to stand trial. But that does not mean it won't go forward. So I've been doing all this mental capacity research because I didn't understand it. I thought if a doctor said he couldn't do it, what would a jury do? But the jury's not going to be like one made up of your peers. It's going to be like a psychiatrist, more doctors that's going to be on this jury. And then the defendant is going to have to show that he's not competent to stand trial. Really? I didn't Mm -hmm. know that that existed. I didn't know that you would have a jury of doctors. Yes, that's basically what it is. So the prosecution and the defense does not pick this jury? No, 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 no. The judge judge does. The judge would pick the jury. Yep, it says the judge brings And they would then plead their case, Mm -hmm. and then they would decide if he's competent enough. To stand trial. To stand trial. So they would do it again with a real jury. Right. Then it would go to legal trial with the actual jury of your peers and it would go forward. If they determine he's not mentally competent, then they're going to suspend the charges, the criminal charges, and he'll be um, submitted into like a a mental hospital or something like that. Yeah. A cake, a Mm -hmm. cake, cake gig instead of actually going to prison. Yeah. Because right now he's pled not guilty to all his charges. And if you watch the videos of him in court, he looks like he has no idea what's going on. Yeah, there's a lot of people that try to beat the system. There are. And do it. So it's like, how do you know if he's really, you know, out of it or if he's playing a role? Oh, those doctors can tell. You ever watch Law & Order? Mm -hmm. B.D. Wong? He can tell who's jerking him around or not. <laughs> you go to law and order. I'm thinking you're going to give me like a real case scenario. <laughs> it is real. I mean, they say they're not real, but they're mm-hmm. based off of true, true events. Stories. Yes. You know, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know what they do or what they ask and how they decide. But I'm sure those people are more than capable of doing it. You just hate to see somebody, you know, get a cake sentence for what they did. And mm-hmm. you're always wondering if they're, you know, trying to beat the system or not. But sometimes it's not even cake. Because if you've ever been inside a mental institution, which I have, it's not as cakey as people think in there. Like the people that are in there are really crazy and it's dangerous. So what are you doing in there? Looking for um, a man? No, I was not <laughs> looking for a man. I used to be on a mentorship board, and part of our training is we had to go to a mental facility to learn about, you know, psychology and that sort of thing. I think I was in one when I was a kid. I want to say my grandmother's brother was born, uh, I think, challenged. And I I, 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 I I, could be way off on this, but, you know, just – Usually I have a very good memory when I was a kid. And I remember going with her one time and being terrified. To visit him? Because all these patients were, I mean, as a kid, it's scary, right? They're, yeah. You know, as an adult, you feel sorry, right, for for most of them. You know, the nonviolent ones, the mm-hmm. ones that 
you're just playing with the cards that they're dealt. But as a kid, you're just like, oh, my God, it's, it's like a movie. Yes. It was terrifying. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Even yeah. when I went in there, it was scary. Actually, you know what? If you're standing trial and you're trying to beat the system, you almost want to go to jail. Right. Can you imagine being, quote unquote, normal? And I use normal very loosely, but in a yeah, mental, mental instance, high, you're oh, like, God. oh, look at that. I fooled. Oh, my God. What did I do? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So it's not a cakewalk if you're lying and then you end up in there. I bet you a lot of people that did beat the system regretted it. Yep. Right. They're like, dude, what did I do? <laughs> I would just rather go to jail. None of these people understand me. They're trying to bite me. This is weird. Keep handcuffing me to my bed oh that you're lucky if that's all that happened my mother worked as a, in one of those places just at a front desk and they had uh, a member a patient smear his entire room yeah Ooh. i believe yep it. i believe Disgusting. it. okay i could have gone all day without hearing that all right second headline <laughs> if you're okay relocating i have the perfect job for you h2 how is it to become a billionaire oh it's just euphoric like all the burdens of the world just left. So you actually felt relief? F- yeah. Yes. Oh, you don't understand the luxury of waking up every morning and not worrying. I like that part the best. I like that part, too. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> not a billionaire, but there is a billionaire in the U.K. He's from America, though. He's an American billionaire, but he's based in the U.K., and he's looking for a new dog nanny. Now, all you have to do, of course, is move to the U.K., but he's willing to pay you $127,000 a year. Hmm. Basically, you have to move into his house. You have to do normal dog things like walk the dog, bathe the dog, feed him, take him to the vet appointments, and you have to go on any family trips or vacations or whatever things that they're doing, and they want the dogs to be present. Wow. They've already had 100 people apply for this job. Room and board? Room and board. Everything's paid for free. And And $127,000 a year. If I was young with no responsibilities, I would apply for this job. And I don't even like dogs like that. We'll we'll, we'll (laughs) never find out who he hires. Guarantee, young, hot woman. Mm -hmm. Probably so. He's he's, he's like, put my money to use. Right. (laughs) Go on vacation because... You know his wife's not leaving him for anything. No, right. not at all. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> He's just cherry picking right now. That's one of the perks of being a billionaire. Yeah. All right. You don't know Jeff. He is a five-time, 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 five-time world heavyweight Jeopardy champion of the world. He is Jeopardy Jeff. Nelson has got a slew of trivia questions to ask for Team Bailey D, which consists of myself and Nikki, mm-hmm. and Team Jeopardy Jeff. You pick one of the teams and hope for the best. And whoever wins will get tickets for Aftershock, if that is an interest of you or for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. Jeff won last week, so he's kind of back. All right. Well, we've, we went, we're on a roll. We're like we three, were three or four weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. 916-909-0985. That is your number. Need some players. You don't know Jeff. Here next, it's the BS on 98 Rock. Someone's going to get these questions right. And it's not going to be Bailey or Nikki D. You don't seem like a super genius. That's why the game's called... You don't know Jeff. You don't know Jeff. Welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson uh, Twin Peaks, what's today? It was Wednesday, so Friday, two days. If you are between three and seven-ish in the area of Twin Peaks, Sacramento, Howe Avenue, stop by. We're going to take the show on the road. It's the end of my birthday month. 
That's how we're celebrating all month long. That's right. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have food. We're going to hang out with the nice girls there at Twin Peaks and enjoy ourselves. Find something good to watch on the many TVs. And if you want something for free, that's not a problem because we have plenty of that to give away as well. Tickets. We'll need players on location to do nothing personal where we'll have some more of these aftershock passes to give out. So lots of good stuff. That's this Friday. If you have a bone to pick with one of us, namely Nikki D, you can do that in person if you've got the balls. Yeah, come do it in person. <laughs> I had a kind of back and forth with somebody last night. I was like, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Uh, so anyway, that's Friday starting at 3 o'clock, Twin Peaks, Sacramento Avenue. All right. Uh, Saturday, October 7th, these are the Aftershock passes that we have for these two single-day passes. And the Saturday lineup, you'll have headlining Pantera, Corn, and 311. Corey Taylor is going to be there. Uh, Fever 333 is going to be there. Uh, so that's a good lineup. I mean, there's going to be a ton of the band Saturday, so that's good. Let's welcome to the program five-time, five-time, five-time world heavyweight Jeopardy champion of the world, it is the one, it is the only, Jeopardy Jeff! Good afternoon, everyone. Good to see y'all. Feeling yeah. good. Feeling chippy, aren't you? Because you won last week. Well, you know, anytime you, you know, a slump breaker is always a good thing, right? I got you. Isn't that what they say? That's what they say. <laughs> and he's back in a t-shirt this week. He's ready to go. I know, that's the thing. When we yeah. see him in a t-shirt... We got problems. <laughs> Josh is going through the concert shirts, you know. The, is that what is he going through a phase? Yeah, right. Uh, Josh and Folsom, how are you, my friend? I'm doing wonderful, my man. All right. Well, I see that you're going to take Jeopardy, Jeff. That is uh, not a bad choice out of the two. No, I'm feeling he's going to win back to back. Okay. Well, there you go. I have to, by rule, not like you right now because we're in the other <laughs> team. But just know that in about 12-ish minutes, I, I love you. I'm, I'm going to back to being loving you, okay? Fair. That's right, fair enough. All right, hold on. And we got Christina. How are you? I'm good, thank you. All right, you got Team Bailey D, me and Nikki Woo! D. All right? Woo-hoo! Excited? Yes. Think we can do it? Yes. Nah, so do I. We got this. All right, hang on. Uh, Jeopardy Jeff, your buzz-in sound is? Matt! Okay, Nikki D. Faith. And mine is, woo! Anytime Nikki D or I buzz in. Uh, that is for Team Bailey D and Jeopardy Jeff Nelson. Categories and questions. You don't know Jeff. Go ahead. Floor is yours. In the category of weapons, what is the first weapon mentioned in the Star Spangled Banner? Boop. Team Bailey D. Rockets. Yeah, I think that's it. I know it's it. And that would be correct. Woo-hoo! Rockets, red glare. Bombs bursting in air. Gave proof. Correct. A firearm that reloads after firing, but only <laughs> Jeopardy Jeff. Five. Semi-automatic. And that would be wow. But yeah. only fires one round per trigger pull is what kind of weapon? Wow. The nice. butt only. The butt only was key there. Nice <laughs> yeah, he caught, yeah, you caught the butt there. This one <laughs> oh, in the, well. the <laughs> this one in the category of broadcast. What does BBC stand for? Team Bailey D. British Broadcasting Corporation. Is it center or corporate? It's not corporate. British Broadcasting Communication. Oh, that sounds good. Communication. Yeah. Yeah. 
Jeopardy Jeff, BBC. British Broadcasting Corporation. Oh! Listen to your girl, Nikki <laughs> D. Dang it, man. That's what I said. We're going to hope we don't lose by one point. <laughs> <laughs> the practice of bribing someone to use their influence or position to promote a particular product or interest is known as what? Bribing someone. The category is broadcast. Bribing someone. Bribing Faith? someone. And ex- Nikki D or t- uh, Team Bailey D. Isn't that payola? No, that's not bribing. Well, I don't know. Can you read it again? The practice of bribing someone to use their influence or position to promote a particular product or interest is known yeah, as. I guess it would be payola. payola. Yeah, payola. And that would be correct. Boom. Is that like, did you take that? That's the legal definition of payola. Boom, yes. boom, boom. Because, I mean, I can tell you, I know people. And it's not that. (laughs) (laughs) In the category of the heart, how many chambers are... Team Bailey D? Three. 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 Three is your answer? And three would be incorrect. (laughs) Jeopardy, Jeff, how many chambers in the human heart? Four. And four is... Absolutely correct. There's three ventriloquial, right, Jeff? Two ventricles and two, two atria. Yeah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> no, I, 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 look, I, I know. I know. Three's the correct answer for what I'm thinking. <laughs> in, the, in the category of psychology. What about heart? You only did one. Oh, excuse me. I didn't, sorry, I did move on from the heart. I have one more in the heart. Heart valve defects pulled this diet wonder drug off the market. Whoa. In the- Bailey D. Uh-oh. A diet Five. wonder drug? Yeah. Four. What was that drug? I'm so excited. Three, two. Ephedra. One. No. I need an no, it's not, but ephedra. I can't think of the name of the diet. Jeopardy Jeff, in the 90s, this heart valve, def- heart valve defects pulled this diet wonder drug off the market. I will take either the colloquially known name or I will take the actual name. Oh, you didn't tell me that. I was colloquializing yeah. it. <laughs> I, I cannot remember. Um, um, I don't know. Oxy. I don't know. That would be fenfluramine or fenfen. I never heard fen-fen of that. Fenfen was oh, the heart. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have got that. that. Never heard that diet. Never heard of fenfen. No. 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 it, wouldn't have remembered it. In the category of psychology. Who is considered the father of psychoanalysis? <laughs> that would be Jeopardy Jeff. Sigmund Freud. Dang. That would be correct. Oh, you are right. That's what on I was about one. to say. You're right on that one, Jeff. Woo! Good job. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Interesting he's the father since he was so into his mother. Oh, that's right. He was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should. Like it. Dendrophobia is the fear of what? No. Bailey D. Dandruff. Did you say dandrophobia? You said dendrophobia. Spell it. Give me the etymology. (laughs) (laughs) This is a place we've never been before, but I will because you could see it if we were on Jeopardy. D-E-N-D-R-O, phobia. D-E-N. Dendrophobia. Not (laughs) D-A-N. It'd be the fear of a den. No, it's not the fear of a den. That's what it means. Three. Okay, go with the fear of a den. Fear of a den. That would be incorrect. Jeopardy, Jeff. Dendrophobia. The fear of? I, I don't think I'm right. Teeth? Oh, that's a good guess. That it is a good guess. Incorrect. The, uh, it's the fear of trees. Oh. Oh. That's stupid. Shoot. 
Out of all the fear of something, that was the dumbest <laughs> one you could pulled. Fear of snakes. <laughs> In the category Trees, of coffee. <laughs> what chain of Canadian coffee shops? <laughs> could, uh, Jeopardy Jeff. Tim Hortons. Oof. That would be correct. I didn't even get a question. I didn't. I, we would have known anyway. What chain of coffee <laughs> shops can you find Timbits? Never. I love Timbits. Okay. Tim Never heard of it. This yep. coffee company is said to be the spiritual successor to Starbucks. Babe. Bailey D. Pete's. Pete's, Pete's, Pete's. And that would be correct. Pete's. Boom, 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 boom. What's the score? Jeffy just have five. We have three. But right. we would have had four. Josh, you you got two in front of us. You're looking good. You feeling good? I just don't want you guys to do a run like you did last week. Well, get ready for it. Here it get comes. Get ready, Hang baby. In the category of Amazon. In 2007, Amazon launched their own e-reader called this. Whoa. Bailey D. Audible. Audible. That would be incorrect. No, that ain't e in 2007, Obviously, Jeff, us. Thanks for telling me. Amazon launched their own e-reader called this. Oh, oh. I th- oh. Is that um, five? Woof. Woof. You can't guess it again. Milk? Yes, we can. Can we? No, Say we again. <laughs> Nook? And that would be incorrect. No, An answer to the Nook, it's the fire uh, stick. You're, all, you're close. The fire. The Kindle. 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 The Kindle. Kindle. The Kindle fire came later. That was with video capabilities. Mm-mm. The Amazon logo contains a s- smiley D. face. Yeah, smiley face. Why? If we lose by two, <laughs> the Amazon logo contains a secret message that implies uh, they have you covered from A to Z. That's what that I was going to say. Correct. No, you that's exactly what I was going to say. Well, you what, didn't say it. That is what the smiley face is. It is an arrow from the letter A to All the right. letter Z. All right, I got. I got to get in control. You gotta get in control. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta take the That's reins. That's why here. we're one behind. <laughs> Two, actually. Three. Because oh. he won't listen to me. In the category of business professionals, entrepreneur Alexis Ohanian is married to which tennis star? Boo. Bailey D. That is Serena Williams. Is that your team answer? Yep. <laughs> Don't say it's so sad. <laughs> Especially when you got it right. He knows tennis, not me. Dot com, dude. What brand is most associated with Richard Branson? Woo! <laughs> Bailey Dean. That is Virgin. Yep. Virgin would be correct. <laughs> but like I said, just let me go. Jeffrey Jeff, the audio is coming to you correctly this week, right? <laughs> just right. Yeah, yeah, okay, I just want to make sure in the middle of it that there wasn't any uh, improprieties. Christina, oh, you ready for the big run? Here it comes. Yes. All right. Hang on. In the category of messaging, <laughs> what encrypted messaging app did Facebook purchase in 2014? <laughs> uh, Jeopardy Jeff. That WhatsApp? That would be correct. Oh, purchased Nikki. in 2014. I didn't hear the question. Listen. I'm listening. Where did you go? I'm here. Everybody's here. You didn't buzz in either. <laughs> what do you mean? What 90s messaging app was known for its away messages? That would be Jeopardy Jeff. That AIM or AOL Instant Messenger? That would be correct. He gave two answers. AIM is AOL Instant Messenger shorthand. Oh. So AIM is correct for the acronym? I didn't know there were apps in the 90s. Well, I mean, it was was a standalone application that you had on your PC. Oh, pfft. That would be a program. 
You say an app. Well, apps are, that's all apps are is programs. Okay. Hey, I got it right. I mean, I can figure it out. We're not talking to you, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I would challenge that anyway. They would call it a messaging app. No, go ahead. Move on. I'll talk to to you after the show. (laughs) (laughs) In the category of animals. Which nocturnal bird of prey is commonly associated with the night? And no. <laughs> Jeopardy Jeff. Owl. And that would be. Dang. God. Right. Son of a gosh darn it. And known for its distinct hoot call. Yes. Under their white fur, what color is a polar bear Bay. skin? Bailey D. Pink. Uh, are you sure? No, but I think it's pink. Pink. What color are they under the fur? I don't know. Pink. Pink. And that would be correct. I knew it wasn't pink. Jeopardy, Jeff. The answer to that question, what color is a polar bear's skin? I think it's black. Yeah. And you always bet on black. I knew it. You didn't even have a second guess. We're just not simpatico. Oh, there's a run. You were right. There is a run. (laughs) Yeah, me about running out of the studio in a second. In the category of superheroes, what is the name of Superman's home planet? What? Team uh, Bailey D. Krypton. Yes. Krypton. Krypton. <laughs> that is Don't correct. worry about her. Oh, well, Don't worry just... about me. I'm part of the team. <laughs> She's not hearing anything anyway. What is the name of the metal that makes up Wolverine's claws? Oh. Bailey D. Go. Titanium. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Yeah. No, that would be incorrect. It's going to be some, like, special metal. <laughs> not a not a Wolverine guy? I have, I have no clue. That would be adamantium. Yeah, exactly. Say, don't say C. That. Say, that's a dumb question. Don't, don't say C. It's named for adamant. Everybody knows. All right, <laughs> 60 seconds. In the category of language, which word can come after baby, bridal, and meteor? <laughs> that would be Jeopardy Jeff. Shower. Shower would be correct. Oh, my correct. gosh. You've had babies? How do you know that answer? The, Jeez, that's such a chick question. You the, got married. Why you didn't know bridal? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, Joe. You got eyes. You never looked at the sky? Meteor. Mm. This part of the sentence contains the verb and states something about the subject. <laughs> Jeopardy, Jeff. Predicate. predicate. And that would be the predicate. <laughs> but in the, in the category <laughs> of movies... The films The King's Speech and The English Patient feature which English actor? Uh, uh, Jeopardy Jeff. Colin Firth. Then Colin Firth would be uh, correct. Okay, just, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) We're waving the white flag. What do we got? It's a lot. You have 13, we have six. Okay. That's that's good. At least he's humble. If you didn't get six, we would have been close. Like six more than, or six less. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, Josh, congratulations! You picked the right team this week. You got two single-day passes for AfterShock Saturday, October seventh, courtesy of Danny Wimmer Presents. Enjoy yourself there, Discovery Park, uh, in the first week of October, October seventh. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Christina, I'm sorry, but sorry. I've got to play with Nikki D every week because that's how the makeup of the <laughs> oh, show is. Okay, you guys tried. Okay. We did. You have a good week. Hopefully, you'll stop out on Friday and see us at Twin Peaks, all right? Okay, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.
She doesn't care about us. She just wanted the prizes. <laughs> She's probably just passing through town. Anyway, Jeopardy, Jeff, congratulations. Nicely done. Such a sore loser. You Dude. are a sore loser. I'm not a sore loser. Yes, you are. I just, when the you know chips are stacked against you with stupid questions like the tr- fear of trees. Well, well you know something questions. you don't know something. You lost, too. You should be upset. Like, there's a difference between you being a sore loser. If I was a sore loser, I'd be yelling at Jeff. But I'm not a sore loser. I'm just competitive. No, you're yelling at me. You're telling it, Nelson. Because I have to take it out on somebody. That's fair. I can take it. I'm competitive. I'm not a sore loser. There's a big difference. I, I will I will agree to that. If I was a sore loser, I'd blame Nick. No. You always blame Hold on. Yeah, no. Let's yeah, just take all that loser. back. All right. <laughs> Follow Jeopardy Jeff on Facebook and Twitter. He's a hell of a guy. He's the smartest dude I know, but he's a better dude just being a dude. Jeopardy Jeff, thanks for your time, and we'll talk to you next week. Always a pleasure. Have a good week. See you right. next time. Congratulations, buddy. Thank right. you. Real good. Why is that funny to you? Just the way you said it. I don't like losing. I know. Who does? A lot of people now. It's accepted. Really? Oh, my God. Sure. That's why they give ribbons to eighth place. No, nope, I respect you for it. Because eighth place is not losing anymore. The Ocho. If you get a ribbon or a trophy for eighth place... You feel like you won. You participated. That's what it's all about. Being Participate, there, participating being is not winning. Showing up. Yeah, they don't give a ribbon to the they don't give a ribbon to the losing team at the Super Bowl. That's why I have a such a huge problem with these uh 5Ks, these marathons and stuff. Like everybody gets something. Everybody gets a, a medal, everybody mm-hmm. gets a uh a t-shirt, everybody gets something. I did it. See, look at that. They don't even run it. They walk it and eat pizza and drink beer. (laughs) Silly. All right. Uh, I do not know this entire story, but I'm intrigued to know more why Nelson had to call 911 the other day. Oh, wow. Do you know this story? I have never heard. I've not heard it. I've never heard this story in my entire life. Yeah, she knows nothing about it. You're the only one that has even an inkling. Okay. All I know is you called 911, Mm -hmm. and I'm curious to know why. Anytime someone calls 911, there's always a decent story behind it. For sure. All right. So we'll get to that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. There's a lot of things that frustrate me about this job. And we'll get to your 911 story. You're fine. But selective listening drives me crazy. Because I would think that if somebody behind a microphone says something, I'm assuming that you're not hanging on every word of the broadcaster. Absolutely. So you hear bits and pieces, and it's even worse today because you might not have even heard it at all. You just see it on social media of somebody making a comment on what they think you said Mm -hmm. when they didn't say any of those things. And it drives me insane yesterday when I made the comments on anxiety. It was a blanket statement of a personal experience. And nobody is mentioning the fact that I was saying that I would think most people could, or in most cases, mind over matter with some anxiety. Some anxiety. Because what happens is the people that overkill whatever their mental health or illness is is taking away from the people that actually struggle. With mental health issues. I was very clear with saying people struggle. And my point was is that there's people that take that away. Right. You did say that. Right. And then my other point was that there are some like lowercase anxiety 
that you can, I think, personally probably deal with with mind over matter. And I gave a personal example of how I did it. You didn't even say it that like black and white. You left it even more open than that because this is what you said. But I really believe that if you have a strong mind, a positive mind, a healthy mind, you can overcome and not put yourself in situations that would give you certain types of anxiety. Essentially, as it's ramping up before you get into that panic attack, calming yourself, using your mental focus, you can help yourself to alleviate some of those future outbursts. I've never been the guy that has downplayed mental health or any of those things. I've always been the guy that has always said, stood up for those that struggle, but I'm the guy that points out that there are people that take that away from you because they fake it or they don't do it right. Or they just do something that they know is wrong and then plead that it's mental health. I was getting threats last night. This one dude looks like a school shooter. This mutant, <laughs> this mutant chick, you know, creating fake accounts. Didn't hear a damn thing I said. I know he didn't. Just going based off of somebody's post, which I respect her. I know who, I know who she is. And she didn't hear what I said, but she that's what did. that's what happens in this business. You get uh, selective listening because it's a hot button, and you've pushed that hot button, and everything else goes black. Everybody gonna jump on a bandwagon. You just hear what you want to hear. Yep. You know, and reach out, listen to it again. I mean, that's what's great now, right? We have a podcast up on the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com. Go. Hey, that doesn't sound like him. I know that guy. I did. Maybe let me go back and listen to it. Let me see what. It, no, no, no. That's not what he said. And then people accuse me of, oh, he always goes back and went. Lou, if I say it, I say it. If I screw up, I'll apologize if I need to. But I, I, I didn't, I didn't do anything wrong here. The Tuesday's podcast is up, by the way. Go mm-hmm. download it. Take a listen. By the way, you might want to refresh <laughs> your app if it doesn't come up. Just yeah, just side refresh. Note, right? But it's there. Go listen. So anyway, we're we're not. Can I hold off to your nine? Do it whenever you want, man. Okay. I just, I just yeah. drives me insane. I get it. You know, I'm like, do do I do the same thing? If I, I don't think I do. You know, if I'm listening to somebody on the radio or I'm watching a television program or, you know, definitely if not, I'm not reading. You know, I like I'll do a little bit more research. Very few things make me respond right away when I see something or hear something that is said. I'll have to know in-depth details about it. Like it has to be something for real, for real, for me to inject myself and comment or say something. I don't say something about every little thing I see. Even when I see a headline, you know, this person said this, I'm like, and I don't, and I'm now. There's no way, mm-hmm. you know. So you go and you do a little bit more research. Mm-hmm. It was just very disappointing, especially with some of the people that the things that they said when they didn't hear it. I know they didn't hear it, like for a fact. There's no way. Yeah, they got a bad headline. You know, and it's just. I mean, I've been doing this long enough that I mean, I'm a big boy. I, I can get over it. But we just got a uh, a text from somebody. And they're like, let me explain this. You don't need to explain anything to me. I get it. Right. Like, I'm with you. I'm on your team. It's, you want me not to be on your team for some reason. But I'm like, I'm helping you. I'm, I'm sitting there going, yes, yes, yes. Let's, you know, it's, 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 let's get rid of the, the, the bad, the bad, the bad. And I was, the, the mind over matter was the story was about anxiety. What was it? The, um, they're doing Monday. screenings oh. now. So for anybody that is 65 and well, 64 and under, they want you to have anxiety and depression screenings. Right. Exactly. And I think I said, well, what would constitute anxiety? Because, right. I, and then I, I know I said this, 
I believe everyone has anxiety. I said that. You did say that. Everybody has a level of anxiety, and then mm-hmm. that's when I went on the run of saying, I believe that mind over matter, a positive attitude, being healthy, can overcome certain anxieties. Right, you did. That's exactly what you said. Before, like Nelson said, you get to the point. Right. You know, kind of like anxiety, the fear of going out. Mm-hmm. You get anxiety because you're going to be around people. You know you're going to do that, so breathe i've known i've known tons of people like that stage fright or something like that and they've learned how to over how to overcome it right That's because it's it's mind over matter you know lead singer of the bangles she had stage fright mm-hmm. so if you ever watched the video walk like an egyptian you see which became famous she became famous for her eyes that was a suzanne hoffman right i believe so. left right middle because she had stage fright, and somebody told her to focus on three different things in the audience. So when you see her give you those "fu sexy eyes," uh-huh. it's actually there's a story behind it of her having anxiety, she's trying to not vomit on stage. She's trying, yeah, she's on stage. She's trying not to to, to freak out. Mm-hmm. Again, mind over matter. I'm not saying it works for everything. No, I'm just saying it does work for certain things. And that's your belief. That's how you believe. That's how you view it. That's how you feel. And again, everybody is entitled to their opinion on things. But but what happens is, is like in this case, Nikki D, is that somebody has a, a worse case. Like I think a couple of the examples where you actually have been taking meds for quite some time. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking to you. Mm-hmm. Like the minor has nothing to that has nothing to do with you. Actually, those are the people that play into my headline story. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that I'm saying, look, you know, you're doing whatever it is that you need to do, and I wish you the best of luck. Absolutely. It's real. Mm-hmm. The struggle is real, and I'm with you, 110%. Yep. So, I don't know. Just uh, got it twisted a little bit. Irritated right. me. Yeah, well, we're going to move forward, though, right? Well, no. They just hang now on Now I'm to mad it. because I wanted to hear your 911 <laughs> story and probably so did somebody else. I want to hear it. I haven't heard anything about it. Hijack the segment. I'm really interested to hear your opinion on if I handled it correctly. Oh, see, now you're, you're, you know, you're back teasing me. <laughs> I'm just really excited. We'll hear it in the next hour. <laughs> I've had to keep it to myself because yeah. I wanted to share it here. I'll bump. What will I bump? Uh, I can bump something. Yeah. Are the puppies on the list? <laughs> we, we bumped bump? them so much. Those poor puppies. I'm not, I'm not bumping the puppies. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can bump that. Okay, I can bump that at 520. Yeah, you're good. 911, 520. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stay tuned. Don't, don't go too far. Gotcha. I'll be right here. <laughs> All right, second round of headlines. I want to tell you how a man injured himself on a game show and what airline removed a drunken pilot. I'm in. Second round of headlines. Two big stories from today getting learned. We'll do it here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, All right, here we go. Nikki D, second round of headlines. A guy was so happy on The Price is Right that his shoulder went wrong. H3. Are you ready? I'm ready. One, two, three, go! Yes! Ah! Whoa! 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 Uh, Let me explain what happened. Henry, uh, this is is Alice, Henry's wife. How you doing? Uh, Henry was celebrating and and he dislocated his shoulder. 
Mm. Wow. Dislocated. He just didn't hurt it. He dislocated it. God. And he looked like he was in so much pain standing up there. His arm was just kind of limp and hanging. The name of this episode was called Bonkers. And what he was doing was playing this game where you have 30 seconds to guess if what they're telling you the cost of the uh, product is, if it's higher or lower. You all seen that game on The Price is Right. High low. Uh, no, you you decide if the price they have is higher or lower. The game was – well, they have a game called high low. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, – in this in this case, he won in like five seconds. He won that game so fast, and he started jumping up and down, celebrating, and dislocated his shoulder. His wife ended up having to spin the wheel for him, and she won as well. She got him a ninety-five. That's good TV. Yes, very very well played from Drew Carey and The Price Is Right to bring the wife up mm-hmm, and let her do it and let her do it. I don't know what the they've probably never experienced that before. Like, what are the rules? Can somebody? Yeah, would they even have it on on paper somewhere? Like if somebody else complained and be like, no, 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 that's not fair. Because they don't mess around with that stuff. Oh, it's I can't go on a game like so there's a game show I want to go on. Uh-huh. That I want to go on the wall. Oh yeah, but because I've interviewed uh, the host numerous times, I can't go really? on because of the rules. It's a conflict of interest. Exactly okay. because I quote unquote know it when I don't. I don't know the guy. Uh-uh. I've just interviewed the guy numerous times, and I'm a fan, uh, and I f- even forget his name. But you know, because I asked him, I said, you know, I, I I sent him my audition or my application or whatever. He's like, oh, you won't get picked. I said, why not? He's like, because I've been on your show a couple times. Oh, I was wow. like, well, I quit radio. I've always wanted to go on The Price is Right. That's the one show I've always wanted to go on. And just because of what this man did, I want them to call my name, and I want to jump up and have like a cool like. High five thing with my people there and run down. Are you an That's OG it. prices writer? Yes, I'm OG. Okay. I'm Bob so Barker. I'm gonna ask you a question and there's only one answer to this. Okay. What is the single best moment in prices right history? And to add on to that, it happened in the crowd. Oh, that's a good question. Did somebody like Now this is very my opinion, but I'm telling you. Yes. Did somebody like have a heart attack or something? Well, no, I wouldn't. Well, so, no. What <laughs> kind of like? What kind of person do you think I am? <laughs> like if somebody's name got called and they fail. Maybe somebody fell running down there. It was, and I don't remember the year. This would probably been sometime in the eighties, but it was a large black woman's breast pop out. <gasps> oh, I didn't see that episode. Single best episode. <laughs> That's awesome. In the Price Is Right history, she was jumping up and down. All right. Let, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was. <laughs> she was jumping up and down. She was. All right, now let me ask you another question. There's two answers to this. I'll accept two answers. Okay. If you're a true Price is Right fan. Okay. The best game that the Price is Right offers. Really? That's what you go with? You yeah. win. You win. That's one of them. The second one second is- answer is Plinko. Is Plinko, Plinko yes. Of course. Right. Both of you win. Yeah, there's okay. two answers for that. All right. Those are my two faves. I was going to say- you want one last one last Bailey Prices Right trivia? Yes. Go ahead, let's go. What usually happens in the showcase showdown? I don't know so much anymore, but I remember back in the day this always happened. Mm. Uh, yes. somebody won and didn't go with their gut with the bit. No, no, it was like a trend. The first person would always get the better showcase showdown. Mm-hmm. But the second, second person, person always won. Would, win. would always win. Yes. Yeah, you're right. right. I thought that's where you were going with that. I, yes. I, I right. don't know if that's still a thing, but I just remember I used to watch it every single day. I haven't I watched like, it recently. I used to watch it back in the day. Is this game rigged? 
<laughs> right. <laughs> and I, I and I, if memory serves, when I was a kid, I, I've said this before, and people have told me that, that I was crazy, but I could have swore they gave away a Ferrari one time, a red Ferrari. I feel like they did too. Like a Magnum PI Ferrari. One of those. They've given away some really nice sports cars, though. So I, I feel like they did give away a Ferrari. Yeah. All right. Second uh, story. You can't drink and drive or drink and fly. H4. Delta tells us its alcohol policy is among the strictest in the industry, and they have no tolerance for the violation. We asked if that pilot is still employed with Delta. The company says it declined further comment. <laughs> the, I thought he was the passenger, the pilot. Huh? No, this is the pilot. He was allegedly too drunk to fly, and he was arrested just 35 minutes before the flight was getting ready to leave. It was coming from over in Scotland, and it was coming to New mm. York. He was a 61-year-old pilot from Georgia. So, unfortunately... Well, that's the hub of Delta, so... Yeah, yeah. He's from Georgia. He's a Georgia resident. And, unfortunately, they had to cancel the flight and put customers on other flights, but Delta says they take this very seriously, so he probably will be without a job. Well, you know, one of his crew members ratted him out. I didn't know that. Well, I don't either, but, I mean, I'm assuming how else... It's not like they pulled him over in the sky and had him walk a line. Or maybe when he was coming in, like he smelt like alcohol, or maybe he was looking impaired, and they were like, "Hey, what's going on?" He staggered when he, when yeah, he, when they landed, it was like, eh, "That guy looks like he's drunk." <laughs> but if you the way were- he parked the plane, it was sideways. <laughs> the door's on the other side, dude. <laughs> he backs it in. <laughs> But if you were the crew member, though, would you rat him out? Absolutely. Yes. That's what I'm saying. You won't want to fly with somebody that's drunk. No, not at all. Lives at danger. Yeah, no, I don't no. Care how close we are, you're done, dude. Unless it's Denzel in flight, and then I don't care how high he is. I want that guy flying. I, I don't want the guy. To, no. Uh-uh. My mother ratted out my first stepdad because he was on like heart medication that he wasn't supposed to take while flying. And, and she called his job. Yeah, when they were going through a divorce. I think that's. I think that's why he didn't get his, maybe one of the reasons he didn't get his pension or something. But, I mean, I told everybody the story about him yesterday. Good. He's so. a piece of trash anyway, so I don't want him to get Oh, I know. I mean, you know, I look back now, I'm like, good for you. Good job, yeah. Mom. Nicely done. F&A nice cotton. Uh, yeah, F&A cotton. <laughs> uh, the submersible that we learned yesterday, not a submarine, submersible. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of updates. And if you're not following this story... You have a very busy schedule because this is fascinating. This is the 2023 version of Baby Jessica in the Well meets the Chilean Miners, mm-hmm. right? There's one big difference, and that is I don't think people are as vested in this story. Uh, they don't care as much for the lives in this story, and I'll tell you why here in just a minute. This is what I think. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Hey, welcome back to the program. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There is Nikki D. There is Nelson. And on Friday, we hope you can spare a few minutes of your time to join us for our live broadcast uh, back out at Twin Peaks in Sacramento on Howe Avenue from 3 until 7. Plenty of stuff to give to you. Uh, you know, It's a Friday going into a weekend, enjoying some nice weather, have some drinks, have some food, watch whatever you want. On the many TVs and hang with us and play a win, game. Play a game. Win some, yeah, if you get there like uh, in the three o'clock hour, preferably around three thirty, and you want to play nothing personal in person, mm-hmm. you know, for the aftershock tickets, then uh, that's when you want to get there because we'll pick players on location. Yes, we will. So I'm very excited. I'm going to pick my wife up at the airport. She's here for good. 
Come Friday, I think we're going to do, uh, well, she'll be with me at Twin Peaks. And uh, I think then Saturday night, we're going to do a uh, Sky River Casino night. Oh, nice. nice. I haven't the, been out there in a while. Take her to the steakhouse mm-hmm. and do some gambling. We, oh. uh, you know, When we're together, we're simpatico. Like, we love to gamble. She's my gambling buddy. And we don't gamble together. No, she just watches you gamble. No, 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 no. Oh. She's an she enabler. Slot. Oh. oh, yeah, she's a slaughter. She'll slot? She'll okay. Slot. That's slot, not slot. I said slot. Yeah, she's a slaughter. I know better. Mm-hmm. And I'm a table game guy. Gotcha. And even though I'll sit there usually at the Texas Hold'em, I will mention to the pit boss often that I wish that they would add Mississippi Stud. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's listening. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, we love Sky River Casino, and I, I, I say this in the uh, in the in the, the spot in the commercial that you hear, but it's very very true. I, if I I have to be comfortable when I gamble, and Sky River is so nice, and the lights, the lighting makes you have energy I'm like and a, it's so clean i'm like a plant i need sunlight i need <laughs> light mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm, it's a true story i get you i gotta be comfortable in my own skin and, and around me and we've always had a good time there oh yes except for the except one time for the I, one time yeah that i spilled the yeah. drink that one time nope. at sky river the one, <laughs> and yet they still <laughs> two guys walk show. into a sky yeah <laughs> two guys walk into sky river one spills a drink on the table and closes it down for 30 minutes mm-hmm. thank god for the the dude from the bay area that was like dude it's okay man yeah so I was like, it's okay. No, it's not okay. No, it's not. We yeah. were on a heater. Uh, so here's, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot to unravel and pack with this uh, submarine, submersible vessel that is still missing with five lives on board. Yes. Right? Uh, they keep, you know, when this thing first went missing, it was like one billionaire. They're all billion. They're all very wealthy. They're all wealthy. <laughs> And that's why I said before break, uh, there's one thing that I think is why this is not, at least in my opinion, um, the emotional draw, like because ba- it's very similar similar to Baby Jessica and the Well. Mm-hmm. You know, we're anticipating what's going to happen next. We want the best, especially when you're dealing with a baby. The Chilean miners, like these poor guys, are just trying to make ends meet. Right. You know, and they got stuck in the cave, and it's like, are they going to survive? So we were waiting with bated breath to hope everything worked out, and in both cases they did. This one, the same way, I think, but there's a lot of comments, people goofing on on these poor souls that are going to die, and I think it's because they're rich. You know what? Mm-hmm. I would agree with that, too. I, I saw somebody put up a even a post on social media as if they were saying they feel sorry for them, but then they were kind of throwing jokes even at that. So I'm like, wait, do you feel sorry for them or you don't feel sorry for them? Right. It's like it's like if you have the money to do something like this, play stupid games, you know, stupid, whatever. What's the saying? Play stupid games. Win to, stupid prizes. Win stupid prizes, right. Which, you know, it's sad that you would say that. Whether they're wealthy or not, it doesn't matter. They're still human beings. Absolutely. Who you know, are it's not in like, a very bad situation. It's not like they were doing something illegal or harmful to anybody else. No, tell me what. Like you're gonna, you've got all of that money. You, I know that two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It still matters to someone that it, that is that rich. People don't get that rich on accident, right? So you know you're gonna spend this two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and then you see what your two hundred fifty thousand dollars is buying you, and you still go. Now I'm agree with you on that, Nelson. I would say, you know what? Maybe no I'll just take. 
let me give you $5 million. You build me my own sub, and we'll go down in that. Well, right. they should have spent 500000 instead of 250 and they would have gotten a round-trip ticket. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, that is not funny. Dang, he's quick. I don't care if you laugh first. That means it was funny. That is not funny. I just did what I said that I, you shouldn't do. But Doesn't matter if it's wrong. If you laugh first, it's funny. Uh, they've got, what was it that I read? Uh, they just updated the oxygen. They've got, what is it, less than 24 hours? Yeah, today it was less than 24, so at this point you got to be down to 12, right? But the good news is is that they heard banging underwater. Now, but what does that even mean? They, I've seen so many stories. They heard banging. They heard banging. I spent 20 minutes figuring out, okay, but what does that mean? What are y'all doing? Nothing. Right, well. It means nothing. It could be some animals are banging underwater. I don't know. They they found nothing. They've been able to, to come up with nothing from this banging. So I'm like, why are y'all putting out all these stories saying you hear banging? Because it's the rhythmic oh. noise. It's every half an hour they're hearing a, a clang. So it's not just that like, oh, we heard a couple of knocks in the ocean. It was like, okay, this happened. Okay, it happened again after but three minutes. But they can't find it. The ocean is gigantic. The si- so the size of the search area is the size of Connecticut. Okay, and it's the size of a Honda. Right. So the the banging noise, and they've deployed sonar buoys in the area to try to pick it up. Like if you were if you were around dolphins, you know, like a lot of these sea dolphins and sharks, mm-hmm. dolphins especially, they can reply back to sonar. Mm-hmm. So they you can. you could be a gazillion, you know, miles, whatever away, and you're banging and train the dolphin to come in, and, and they would hear you because of that. So whatever the sonar, you know, technology that they have, this is all what I read, is going to be able to try to hone in on where they're at. So you got to hurry up. Well, I'm sure they know that, you know. <sighs> so, I mean, like, what, what we what we want to see, right, We like, we should be hoping for this awesome, positive end of the story. Yeah, because then we can really start ripping them. Well, you know, you know, what I mean, the, all bets are off when you get to start making fun of it. Then, so, so the other, the the other thing that I read about is once they find the the submersible, then you have the problem of getting it up. So they can't just hook it up to one of these little cable things I see that's floating off and just pull it up. It's thirteen thousand feet below surface. There's, I don't so think, I'm sure they're sending a sub down to get it. I have no idea, but I'm sure that there's not a crane right. that they can float out there in time to drop 13,000 feet of cable. I yeah. mean, think about the logistics to that. Oh, Assuming it's disabled. Yeah. Yeah, it's just sitting there dead in the water, uh, for lack of a better term. So I, I wish some of these experts and the United States Coast Guard, when they do these press releases, they would give best case scenario on the rescue, like possible scenarios. It's stuck between something, and all they have to do is free it. You know, something like that. But uh, they got nothing. They got nothing at all. So The flyaway deep ocean salvage system is capable of retrieving objects or vessels off the bottom of the ocean floor up to 20,000 feet. But before it can be used, it must be welded to the deck of a ship, working round the clock that could take 24 hours to do. Yeah. So even if they started it yesterday, it would just now be on a place where they could start moving the ship into the area. So you wonder, can they pump oxygen into it? 
if they can get down there, if they can put another. I mean, look, look, this is I have (laughs) I have no expertise. I've gone swimming before. That's about the extent of my expertise. But these things require a support ship. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. Where is the support ship? Is that lost, too? Because it has to launch and be recovered from the support ship. So that should be able to. You have some oh, you're saying why the rescue, is, right? You know, why doesn't that narrow down the search? That as well. Mm-hmm. It's not. It didn't just go down by itself. There is a support ship that that thing launches off of and comes back to. Right. That's what makes it a submersible versus a submarine. Oh my gosh. Less than 24 hours of oxygen left, and expect it to run. Oh, now they tell you it's expected to run out at 5:30 a.m. Eastern time on Thursday tomorrow. Oh. God, can you imagine being in that small lo- Oh, and this is the other thing. Claustrophobic. They've got former Ocean Gate, which is the company that put this rinky-dink thing together. Mm-hmm. They've got uh, former employees that voiced on video their concerns with this thing. And people, like one of the writers for The Simpsons or something, I guess, went on this. And they were five hours without any communication. Like, this thing's broken down before. Right? Yeah, I saw that. More than once. More than once. Mm-hmm. And they still keep going out on it. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, if you're going to go and do this again, if you're this rich, why are you going with the bargain basement company? Why are you not just buying James Cameron? Like, James Cameron only makes movies now for ocean research. That's the only reason he comes back to do the avatars and everything else. He fell in love with the ocean when he started filming Titanic. And spends all of his time when he's not making movies exploring the depths of the ocean. He's the guy that's got the sub you want to go down in. Oh, that's good. I would I would walk into this summer and be like, no, this is it's like buying a house, right? What? Yeah. Like, is this really worth a quarter of a million dollars? No, not at all. I mean, you look at the videos of this stuff. You know, I was having a, uh, our engineer Jonathan. He and I were talking about this when I got in today, and uh, we, we both kind of came to the same. You know, conversation. The point of the conversation, we're like, if you have this much money, like, what is it about rich people and having a death wish? You know, the easy answer is they don't have anything else to do in their lives. They're bored. I find that hard to believe. The more money you have, the more stuff you can do. I mean, travel. Okay, say you've traveled everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, if I were a billionaire, I'd be happy going to TJ Maxx every day. Right. You know, and killing my time by waiting in line and being 30 deep. We, I think we say that because we aren't billionaires. We don't have a billion dollars. If you but have. But you can pretend to be a billionaire. You can kind of. <laughs> right. Can't you just like say, oh, well, if I if you. OK, let me put it this way. You're not a billionaire. No. Would you do this? No, I would not do this. Why would all. you not do this? Because I'm claustrophobic. And oh, it's rinky. But you'd go to and space. And there's no windows in there. And I would rather do something else more fun. Would you go to space? Yes. Yes. Okay, see, then it's kind of the same thing. And she has already counted on dying in space. She has said that You've on the show. already said that. Yeah. Go on to space. Like, what's wrong? Do things that are safer. <laughs> I don't want right. to do you know, things My that wife are just safer. sent me the skunk train. She wants to do the skunk train. That looks very safe. You do Batman stuff. You buy stuff you're not supposed to be able to buy. You bring two right. models into the, the lobby of the hotel. They start swimming in the plants. And when the maitre d' comes over, you go, I just bought the hotel. Right. That's what you do when you're a billionaire. That's what you do. I agree. That's that's the stuff. And then you live out your life yes. happily with a bunch of toys. Right. You're not stuck 13,000 feet under the water. God. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get people with a lot of money no. doing things that could end their lives. I, now, if I'm their significant other, I'm probably, and I'm not happy with them, 
I'm probably very much pro them doing these things. You might be honest. Maybe she bought it. You said that the other day that she bought it for the the son. Maybe yeah. she bought it for dad too. Yeah. What if What if we find out all their wives for Father's Day got them this? <laughs> so they all be gone and they so just they have all, be, all the money. And they're all part of the same book club. Right. <laughs> well, the the Pakistani uh, billionaire, uh, he actually has ties to California because he's, I think, one of the. He worked for Google. It was very high up in Google, and he he worked in California for some time. I mean, like all these businesses that they own and just ridiculous amounts of money. But there's a tie to California with that guy that I read. Okay, you know, and you got Hamish. He's the the Brit, right? He's from the mm. UK. Yes, he's the one that originally we thought was the only passenger, and everybody else was like workers. When that's not the case at all. There's like one dude that knows what's going on on this right. thing. <laughs> he's the only guy. Everybody else is along for the ride. And his poor Hamish billionaire guy, his kid is partying like nothing's going on. He doesn't even care. Not like this dude is getting so he went overnight because of this unfortunate and very sad situation with his stepfather mm-hmm. that he or no one had any control over. He went from overnight being public enemy number one on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, you find, oh, my God, my stepdad, he's trapped in that uh, to, that sub, and that's horrible, that's horrible. Uh, my they, my family would want me to go to a Blink-182 show. Public enemy number one. Because people need to find something to hate, right, yeah. within this whole thing. You're not going after Ocean's Gate because nobody knows how to do that. Right. You're not going after anybody associated with it because you, you don't know how to do that. You, know, you can take conspiracy theories and go politics, I guess, which is a far stretch. Mm-hmm. We're like, we got to find somebody to blame it on. And then this guy blame just... it on the stepson that went to Blink One Eighty Two instead of, I guess, waiting for something to happen. You know. Also, couldn't you have just paid for Blink One Eighty Two to come to your house? Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you could know what have, I mean. But he wanted to go to the concert and be out with the people because he doesn't care. Because I still feel that there's something else to this while all these rich people are going down here to die. The only person I've ever seen the public turn on that fast on the internet is that guy from John and Kate Plus 8. Do you remember him? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the dad. Because yeah. he was uh, he was the, the winner in that whole thing because she ended up being psycho and everybody thought that. And then all of a sudden he starts banging the babysitter and getting drunk in the daytime and everyone turned on him. Yeah, this kid Brian Shazaz, it might be uh, distasteful being here, but my family would want me to be at the (laughs) Blink-182 show as it's my favorite band and music helps me in difficult times. If Brian were sitting here right now, I would turn to him and I'd say, do you think your stepfather, 13,000 feet trapped underwater, is saying to his four buddies in this submarine, I really hope my stepson went to went to Blink One Eighty Two. Not at all. He wouldn't be saying that. <laughs> Not and, at all. And I, didn't he do something with an OnlyFans model or something while they're mad at him too? Uh, yeah, I'll get to that in a second because oh, the stepson also tagged Tom DeLong a Blink. <laughs> what? In a tweet, my stepdad is missing in the sub at the Titanic site. I'm here at the San Diego show for support. Thanks. And then he shared a photo posing with Tom DeLong. He just wants attention. Like, literally, this kid just wants attention. He doesn't care anything about a stepdad. He goes back on Twitter yesterday asking his followers to continue to think of his family, writing, please keep my family in your prayers with a prayer emoji. Yeah, got to have the praying hands. But it's like, is it the black hands? 
Who uses black hands? I, I think it's just black and white. No, no, this is color. No, it's color no, copy. Oh! Color. And I copied that from I copied that from his no, Twitter. No, on the copy I'm seeing is they're the gold ones. It's just a black heart in front of. Oh, okay. Thirty minutes later, his attention shifted to streamer and only OnlyFans models. What you're talking about, Nikki D? Yeah. Bria, who posted a picture of herself in a bikini with the caption, "Can I sit on you?" <laughs> Brian clearly into the picture reposted and replied. Yes, please, with the lovey emoji heart. Oh, back. my gosh. He needs to get off of the internet. Off. Log off your phone, sir. So what do you what do? You do? And I, I highly doubt anyone listening has probably been in a situation like this, other than your dog, maybe. But if a person's missing, right, or a situation is so... Dire. Dire like this, mm-hmm. what do you do to wait? Like, do you just sit at your house? Do you, I mean, like, I don't I, I don't know the answer to that question. I'm, I was sitting here and I was thinking about that today as I was reading all this stuff. And I'm like, God forbid, you know, a loved one goes missing. That's the only thing I can think of. They go missing. And I would be a wreck. I mean, I, I couldn't sleep. I would be out, I guess, trying to find them, trying to do something. Yeah, I think you would gather family together. It's no different. I put it in the situation of when someone's like in an operation. You know, when you've gone to the hospital because either maybe someone's been in an accident or maybe somebody's going through like a cancer treatment and they've got a major operation, you're all going to sit there in the waiting room. So whatever that waiting room is to you for this, it would probably be a central family member's home, like for the stepson, maybe at mom's house. Even if they're not married anymore, wouldn't you reach out to his family and say, hey, Uncle, Uncle Bill, I'm thinking of you, and what can I do to, to help you through this time? I definitely wouldn't have gone on the internet and said that I was a blink. Out of, the internet oh, will get you. Yeah. The internet will get you. Yeah, but people are stupid, man. Did I like, miss anything with the updates? Did I get it all? Uh, Yeah, you got it all, yeah. I think know. I got it all, right? Mm-hmm. That's a lot. 5 a.m. 5.30, yeah, 5.30 a.m. tomorrow is when they run out of oxygen. So that's four, it's nine hours. Nine and a half hours. Okay. You got nine hours. God. So when they do, and here's, God, this is even horrible to think of. So let's just say they do find it. Like, they still have oxygen. Uh Uh-huh. And they're pulling it up. And they're running out of oxygen. And then they open it, and they were just too late. Oh, my God. Now you have, um, now you have, uh, like, uh, survivor's guilt. Almost, yeah. whatever it's called, uh-huh. from the people that are that are pulling it up. Uh, Richard in Citrus Heights, how are you, sir? Good. How are you, bud? Excellent. What do you got for us, my friend? Uh, I wasn't sure if you guys talked about it earlier because I was in and out. I'm working. Um, the guy that owns the sightseeing company is actually one of the five people in the sub. Is that's the Ocean Gate guy, though, right? I think so. Okay. Yeah. There's. There's a pilot, there's ocean, there's the owner of the company that does the sightseeing, yeah. and then there's the three rich dudes. Yeah, the the owner, I believe he's got like salt and pepper hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was looked like he was in the controls. He was he was the guy. Yep, he's the he, owner of Ocean Gate. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's the owner, but there's also a pilot. Oh. So he was acting as like a tour guide. The the Ocean Gate owner. Uh-huh, the owner. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I guess he had a lot of faith in his uh, sub, but maybe that was ill-placed. Well, it's it's kind of, you know, it's these people are just, I think, kind of blind to the danger. 
Like they, you know, I, I don't want to say they're untouchable, but like, I don't know if you've seen the video of this Hamish billionaire signing the paperwork and he joked about how it says yeah. you could die. And he's mm-hmm. like, sign, and he, he makes a joke, he goes, sign me up. But I yeah. guess we, you know, if you think about it, how many times have we signed our life away on something? A lot of times. Not- not on something like that. Maybe getting on an airplane. Well, no, you're not. Si- you're not. That airplane's not controlled by a PlayStation controller. Yeah. No, something as simple as going to like anesthesia. Those, anesthesia, absolutely. Yeah. Even going yeah. to those um like jumping places, you have to sign this waiver that basically says you can fall and break your neck and die, and you can't sue mm-hmm. them. Right. Well, you don't realize you, when you buy a baseball ticket to a, like a major league baseball game, you're signing away uh your health. As you well. get hit by a foul ball. Yep. Or a piece of bat. Yep. Saw that with the Braves a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Like got, it's happened a number of times. Does not matter. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I if you were a bill, let me ask you this, Rich. If you were a billionaire, would you do something nutty like this? Dangerous. No. I, I I think I think I I think I might go to space. Mm-hmm. I think that would yeah. be super cool. But I forget it. I don't want to go underwater, dude. I don't even want to parachute, and I'm not rich. But you'd go to <laughs> what is this with everybody? See, I'm I'm probably one of the biggest pansies when it comes to this stuff. Because space ride, is cool. I don't space, ride you and me both. I don't ride roller coasters. I'm the purse holder at the fair. I've always been that guy. I. I, I'm I'm like uh, Ben Stiller in Along Came Polly, where <laughs> yeah. I analyze everything. An actuary. Yeah, and I sit there and I go, you know, 37% of people fall through the crates here on the, you know, the crate. So I'm that yeah. guy. So I'm not signing up for any of this stuff. And if I'm a billionaire, even if I'm a millionaire, then I'm probably being extra cautious yeah. because I want to spend my money. I'd be even more of a pansy than what I am right now. Mm. It'll be well, boring. I wouldn't travel southwest. I'd I'd up it to American or one of the better airlines. <laughs> or but. Delta. Delta. He's yeah. still flying yeah, domestic Delta. as a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he got his money, man. He saved it. You know, I, I I've t- I've said this, uh, told this quick story before, Rich. I uh, interviewed Richard Branson one time, and I asked him. I said because I was endorsing Virgin. You know, when they were uh-huh. they started these flights from I was in Orlando time. It was like Orlando to L A or something, and the 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 planes had this like lighting it was really cool but anyway so i part of the deal was he came on the show and i asked him i said how much money do you carry in your wallet and he his oh, zero what do you think his response was zero no his response was what wallet <laughs> there you go <laughs> then i then i asked him when's the last time you used a coupon <laughs> he doesn't even know what a coupon is he's like Oof. Good question. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> wow. But then the day, ne- the next day, I had Vivica Fox on, and I asked her, "When's the last time you?" I love asking that to rich people. When's the last time you used the coupon? And she was winded, and she goes, "Oh my god, that's so funny you say that." <laughs> I said, "Why?" She goes, "I just that's why I'm t- I'm winded right now. I just ran to my car to get my Bed Bath and Beyond coupon Absolutely. to get my ten percent." <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Rich, thanks for listening, sir. Uh, try to come out to Twin Peaks on Friday so we can uh, have a drink, okay? I'll, I'll do my best. Thanks, guys. All right, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. You ready with your 911 story? I am. Okay. We're ready. We are. We had somebody call in and, and ask me when was he going to tell it because they wanted to hear it. Okay. Can I hear uh, before the 911 story just quickly another Nickelback submission yeah. for the contest since right it ends tonight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Nickelback contest ends before they run out of oxygen. Yeah. No, that's not true. No, nope, it, they'll still have a couple of hours. Yeah, because it ends tonight at 
Uh-huh. Yeah. So they'll have two and a half hours of oxygen. All right. all right. We'll get you all that. Nelson's compelling 911 story and why he called 911. We all don't know. This better be I'm good. I'm clueless. This better be good. Should I have put myself in harm's way? Oh, that's real good. All right. <laughs> give us a minute here. It's the BS on 98 Rock. 911 story. 911 story. 911 story. Um, all right. Before we get to that, uh, give me another submission. Big push. Final push. Trying to get as many of you to sign up for this Nickelback promotion. Why you wouldn't, I have no idea. But they'll be at the Toyota Amphitheater July 8th. Uh, we're giving you the opportunity to get up on stage and sing Rockstar with the band. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Whether you like Nickelback or not, doesn't matter. That's a pretty cool thing to do. Uh, so uh, we're asking that you send a 30-second video or audio file Upload it to krxq.net, krxq.net, and you have until tonight at 11.59 p.m. to do that. Mm-hmm. So we've heard some good submissions, but I, there, there's a there's a window for you. Like, there's, without a doubt, a window, whether good, bad, or ugly, a window for you to win. Mm-hmm. Right? What do you mean by it? What I mean is that we've heard some that are, like really polished. Mm-hmm. We've heard some that are not so polished. We've heard some that are just really bad but funny. Meaning, oh, so you're saying like you can get in there somewhere, right? There's a place for okay. everybody yeah. to participate. I agree, with and that. still be in the running. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You're right. All right, give me another one. Mm-hmm. I'm through with standing in line. The clubs will never get in. It's like the bottom of the ninth, and I'm never gonna win. This life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be. I like the reverb. T-Pain. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what you want. That's what I've been waiting for somebody to do, to do the second voice. <laughs> yes, do all of it. So, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, Whoever wins, I'm sure we'll... Uh, if we get their information to get them on the air, I want to give them some advice. As somebody that's been up on stage and sang with a big band and cannot sing at all, I have some advice, and I'll give that to you when we get you on. Even it, even what I've seen from actually people that can sing that are in bands that are on stage with other bands that don't know the words to the song from that band, <laughs> there's a trick to the trick. But with that being said, before we run out of time, I want to hear your 911 story. I found a man passed out in his vehicle when I was at a uh, auto parts store, and instead of immediately calling nine one one, I knocked on his window just to see like if he was alive at all. He rolled down his window, and then he proceeded to tell me how he was just going to move his vehicle. I said, "Just give me the keys, man. I'm not calling the cops. Give me the keys so we can get you into a position where we can find out that you're all right and you're not going to hurt anybody." And then he started backing up his Ford F two fifty, and instead of jumping behind it to to stop him from going. I let him pull out of the parking lot, and I called the police. Uh, did, did you did get you, his license plate? I got most of his license plate. I got pictures of it as he was pulling away, and then I called the police. We want a 7 Mary 3 gunshot gun one. We've got a partial plate on a <laughs> California Tango Asphalt Zeta 4, and we're missing the last two letters. <laughs> so really, are you sure yeah. he was, like, drunk then? It was like, I don't think he was drunk. I think he was, like, even worse off. Like, he was nodded off he didn't slur his speech when he kind of popped out of it but like it looked like what time of day was this it was right after the show so it was evening mm-hmm. so s- 7 7 30 well, why don't you think he was just taking a nap yeah that's that's what i'm no. my head's at too yeah 
Yeah. And I'm the usually the one to jump on the 911 call. Sound to me like he was sitting in his car. He might have had a long day at work. He had to stop off at the auto parts store. He's waiting for somebody. Right. Yeah, I take naps in my car all the time. The me auto, too. The auto parts person. For one, it was the way he was leaned over. It wasn't. It Show wasn't me. a nap lean over. He Show was me. tired. It, no, it was like everybody exhausted. Everybody sleeps differently. Exhausted. Yeah, that wasn't exhausted. You yeah. could tell his when his glassy eyes opened. You could tell that he wasn't all there upstairs, and it. Because you just woke him up. Nobody's all there when you just wake no, up. Oh, you're disheveled. I really want to help you out here, buddy. Sure. I, I really do. I but what's going on if you're asking us, should I have just called 911 immediately or should I have knocked on his window? You can't call 911 because the 911 operator is going to say, yeah, what's your emergency? Well, there's a guy in his car asleep. She's going to say, well, is he breathing? You're going to say, I don't know. She's going to say, does he have a gun? Does he have a weapon? Right. I don't know. He's going to hurt himself. You won't know any of her, her answers because you haven't tried to approach him. The it, it, person who the person who was at the auto parts store was even the person who pointed him out to me, and they weren't going to do anything. It was like, oh, that guy looks like he's not, they call it nodding off, like let, let me, once you've done heroin. Let me give you an example of when to call 911. Mm-hmm. I've called 911 a couple times. Sure. I've seen drunk drivers driving on the median, mm-hmm. swerving in and out. Very dangerous. Got their plates, followed them, felt like a cop. It was kind of cool. <laughs> it was not cool. You shouldn't have been following that man. Uh, I stayed distance, right? Uh, I've called uh, 911. i actually done that a couple different times. Uh, there was a puppy on the interstate. Called 911 for the puppy. Got a call for that, yes. A puppy? That Somebody probably threw it out of their car. Horrible. Yeah. Well, you got a couple things going on there. You don't want the puppy to die, and you don't want somebody to swerve. And cause Trying an to accident. miss it. And mm-hmm. cause an accident. Those are reasons to call 911. Mm-hmm. Rolling up on somebody that's taking a snooze in their truck. No, I wouldn't have called. I wouldn't have called nine one one. I called nine one one last when I saw that guy get hit on the bicycle. I called nine one one. She wanted to call nine one one when her neighbors are beating each other up. Exactly. That's I wanted a, to that's, call nine one one. That's when you call nine one one. Absolutely. I have done enough in my past to know when someone is intoxicated, especially beyond alcohol. Okay? But you, you did ask him, right? Yeah. And he said what? Oh, so you're saying he was like high on drugs? Yes. How big was his? Or how new was his F one fifty? It was a pretty nice F one yeah, fifty. he's not He's not drunk. Seven thirty, eight o'clock. Guy drive. I mean, you got to profile him a little bit. I did. Yeah, eight o'clock. Nice, nice Ford F one fifty. Just probably picking up a new. He might have went to happy hour. Cabin filter. I don't know why that's the first thing that popped in my head. Right, you got to do the cabin air filter. That's you know. the thing. So so did the police get back to you? Did they find them or no? I've been searching. I didn't hear anything on the scanner. I've not seen anything about an arrest made, but they sent me to the, the state patrol, and state patrol was dispatched into the area. Oh, okay. And, and they so let they me go at like that point. they didn't feel like your stuff was an emergency. I guess not. Not yeah. the way you're saying it. Cops it listening right like now, it. he's laughing at him. <laughs> <laughs> you guys make me feel better. I'd rather fall. I'd rather wrongly call nine one one and it not be an emergency than me to have left some guy out on the road where he could have potentially killed someone. The but again, I've abused enough in my life to know when someone is. The story that he's not telling you is uh, on the uh, other side of SAC. There was a, a double homicide that the cops weren't at because they're in the parking lot of the <laughs> auto parts store. Guy who's just taking a nap for their tired from work for Napgate. Yeah, would you have liked it if I said I bought some heroin from him first, like so that I could confirm that Nap-gate. he wasn't? Uh, you know, actually, you know what would have been better if you, without hesitation, busted the window open. I thought no, about it. you don't bust. That would have been b- <laughs> next time. You do that. That's badass. I will. And be like, dude, are you okay? You need mouth to mouth.
<laughs> he would have been there. Make sure your video and the whole thing. Uh huh. <laughs> he would have then been calling us from jail. Uh, third round, uh, your heart was in the right place, okay. buddy. That's all you need to know. Yeah, I just wanted to know if you really thought he was intoxicated and I let him drive off, would you have jumped behind the truck to make sure he couldn't Heck drive off? no. I'm talking no. to him. I know your answer. I'm talking to regulator over here. If, okay, if I knew for a fact he was intoxicated, yes, I would have done anything in my it. power to make sure he did not drive off. Absolutely. Son of a gun. I mean, and there's you numerous. You would have been ran over. This lady tried that standing behind my car, and I was going to run her over. And when I pressed the gas, she moved. Well, don't be passed out in a parking lot near me because I'm going to let all the air out of one of your tires next time before I knock on your window. Well, there's a lot of tricks to the trade. I'm telling you. You wouldn't have done that either. I got still behind somebody's car. What you do is you grab the antenna, break it, jimmy the door, get in, oh my punch God. him, knock him out, take it over. <laughs> You're MacGyver. Oh, while he's driving. Yeah. He's MacGyver. <laughs> And then sing, I'm a cool rider. Cool rider. Cool enough. Okay. All right. What do you got for the uh, third round of headlines? <laughs> I will tell you what a deceased woman left to her cats and how a criminal tried to smuggle drugs with a needle and thread. All right. We'll get you all that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about Headlines. Mark, the firefighter just called. Didn't want to go on the air, but he said that most of their calls. Yeah, they get a lot of 911 calls. For the same thing, Nelson. Mm -hmm. People passed out in their cars. And most of the time, they're just asleep. Again, I would rather it be that and me be wrong than me who have left a, a drunken or drugged out person. And he agreed with that. He said, call 911 and let them come determine what's wrong with the person. Nelson's a modern-day superhero. He is. Ooh, look at him. He's very adamant about this whole story. He is. He's fighting it. Fighting He's passionate it. about it. Very passionate. That's good. About it. Look at his face. Mm-hmm. It's red. Like a walrus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, third round of headlines. Go ahead. A woman has left millions to her cats, H5. You know, for many of us, our pets are like family, and that couldn't be more true for Nancy Sauer and her seven cats, especially after she lost her husband and her son. So this woman, she was 84 years old. She passed away, and one of her requirements after she passed away is that her seven cats would have to remain in her $2.5 million home. So these cats have been just wandering around in her house since she passed away, and somebody's just been stopping in each day to check on them and feed them and things like that. But a judge has now said that these cats cannot remain in this home, and they are going to be adopted out. Now, the cats have an inheritance. The lawyer's working out the actual figures of the amount that these cats are going to get. They are um, apparently expensive cats to take care of because they're Persians. So they're going to be adopted out this week. So my question is, would you adopt one of these cats just so you can get their inheritance money? Yeah, that's a dumb question. Of course, I'd adopt a kid to get inheritance. So what do you think they're going to do? Like, how are they going to choose who they give it to? I don't know. It's fascinating. I've never heard of anything like that. I'm not even a cat guy. But if the cat, you know, the deal is you get a cat and a million dollars, I'm in. I would, too. I'm not even going to lie. Would you do a kid? What about a kid? I don't want a kid. That's too much work. I could deal a with a million cat. dollars came comes with a kid. I don't want a kid because you got a whole bunch of other headaches to go with the million dollars. 
Yeah, but if something happens to the kid, it's not. <laughs> yeah, something's probably not gonna happen to the kid. Like it gets lost. <laughs> no, you could take that cat, give it some cat food in a litter box, and be living the life. That airport's a big airport. <laughs> <laughs> no, something happens to that cat. <laughs> kid, Frankie, Frankie. <laughs> Sir, can you help me find my son? He was just here. Just He's here. just standing around. No, I've heard this before, though, because there's a, a neighborhood in California, in Oakland area, where this woman passed away, and she left her house to peacocks. And I've seen this with my own two eyes live um, on camera. A friend of mine lives in the neighborhood. She goes out on walks and shows us these peacocks in the house that they live in. So people do put in their wills when they pass away to leave their houses to animals. I, I know it sounds silly, but I'm such a dog guy. If I had no one to leave, you know, and trust me, it's not going to be a lot. But if I had no one to leave my money to, I'd leave it to my dogs. Really? In order for them to make sure that they stay together and somebody takes care of them and they live like they live now, which is very bougie. I absolutely would. That's what this lady with the cat says. She wants them to stay together. The judge say he'll try, but they're, they're not going to care about that. Just whoever gets these cats, I think they're just going to give them out. But see, that's that's part that I would, if I, I guess she has no family. No, she has no family. Her son see, and her um, if husband I, died. If I were, I guess, cared enough, if I were in, you know, in the vicinity, I, I would, I would make a big stink out of that. I'd be like, dude, this was her dying wish. For the cats to stay together, you can't piece them out. That's not cool. You're going, it's it's illegal. Nobody's going to take seven cats. Oh, I'm sure there's somebody. I mean, there's places like farms or something like that. But for doing, $2 million? I'll find a place for seven cats. I've got five dogs. I'm not taking seven cats. I, get, I don't have a yard anymore, cats, and I've got five dogs. And cats, dogs are way more work than cats. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Cats take care of themselves. That's what I'm saying. I'd get one of the cats, not seven. Though. You buy three litter robots, and you're fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm one of those, you know, high-maintenance dog guys, too. You know, my dogs, well, you know it. As you, as you said, my dogs are Gucci. Yeah, they're Gucci. They they're were fine. Very bougie dogs. Yeah, your one dog has an attitude problem. He doesn't even listen to me when I talk to him. <laughs> he just keeps right on walking like I'm saying nothing. I told Rachel, I said, you know, look, I've been gone for a couple of weeks, and I know you're coming out here permanently on Friday, but we've got a we've got a schedule, and you know, we've got a routine. <laughs> and, and I got to be honest with you, I don't know where you're going to sleep. I mean, you might just have to stop by for some ding ding, but I might have to sleep in the other room because. Toon Toons is between my legs. Milty Face is up on the pillow. Jen Jen's on my head. Hen Dog's usually on my head as well. Fat Fat's back and forth on his bed, uh, in my bed. There's just no room for it. There is no room for anybody with all them dogs. I know. There's no way that I would have my dog sleeping in my room like that. Is that weird to have five dogs in bed? Yes, it is. It's very weird. And I was irritated the second time my dog sat because the first time they were good. They knew, don't come up in here bothering me. They stayed on downstairs and slept. But this second time around, I don't know what got into them. And they were like, oh, we're going to go and get in bed with her. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I told them to. Oh, that's too much. Don't you love little lovies and Mm-mm. Toon Toons comes up yeah. to you with their little raccoon face? And no. I like room and space. I like to be able to move, stretch out, turn over when I need to. No. Is it weird that he lets dogs in the bed at all, like an animal at all, or just because he has five dogs? Like, if he's got one dog, is it weird that he lets that dog sleep in the bed? Not one dog. Five dogs? How are you even sleeping? I know, but one dog? If you got five oh. dogs, you can't let just one in the bed. It's kind of like I'm sleeping in, like, a nap pod. 
because they're you like, you can't move. You can't. Yeah. I know I can't move. And when I do, I, I got woken up this morning at five thirty. I don't know. I think Toon Toon's accidentally stepped on Jen Jen, and Jen Jen freaked out and, and snapped at her and scared her. So I was up for like another thirty minutes just talking to Toon Toons. I was like, she didn't mean it. It's okay. Calm down. She was shaking. You know, we went in the other room. I t- gave her a fish snack and. <laughs> Y'all think I'm kidding. Listen right now. I'm, I'm no. that guy. I'm... <laughs> no, he's that guy. You have to take rice and put it in a bowl with some other treat thing and smash it up and get a spoon <laughs> yeah. and whirl it around. It's a lot. Oh, my dogs are not as high maintenance to eat as you are. Oh, my gosh. Oh, at least right. they don't. Yes, least, they are. At least they don't order the <laughs> island spritzer blue nipple with a yes, lemon splash of strawberry seed, you know, whatever and it is. And he comes back and says, you fed them too much. I'm like, I'll try to follow all these instructions. <laughs> all right, second stage. Drug smuggling taught a man a new hobby, sewing, age six. Fred, you can't make this stuff up. Another day, another incident. Let me tell you, it all unfolded this morning inside the courthouse. Here's what we can tell you. So this guy who apparently only has to go to jail on the weekends, you know, sometimes you get those charges and they let you serve your time out in spurts. I guess that's what this guy was doing. So this was his weekend to go check back into jail in Kansas. And he decided to smuggle in some drugs, but he sold it into his underwear. Now, the reason why this was a very dumb idea is because when you are the person that's checking into jail, they do a full strip search. So they take all your clothes off. You have to go butt naked and they check every crevice of your body. So now this is something they hadn't seen before, but they quickly located the drugs sewn into his underwear and he was arrested along with someone else. They're not saying who the other person is, but they already knew ahead of time, like they got wind of smuggling possibly happened. So one of his people ratted him out, I'm sure. I think when he walked in to the jail, he toot-chewed it in a cocaine plume. <laughs> that is not what happened. <laughs> no, that is good. That would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't like That's like the only bathroom joke I'll tell. Right. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. Uh, answer this question for me and participate here in the final hour. What's the... Last movie, or most likely probably only movie, you've ever walked out of the theater on, for whatever reason. There's a bunch of them. Could be bad, like just a bad movie, or you just couldn't take it. It was too graphic. That's why I've been on two movies I've walked out on. One because it was too graphic, and the other because it was just too bad. Um, But I asked this question because this new movie coming out, the reviews are saying... It's so good and so real, it's too graphic, and people are walking out because it's too real. 916-909-0985. We'll have that conversation here next. The BS on 98 Rock. Appreciate you being here. Sure do. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. And on Friday, we will uh, do the show at Twin Peaks, Sacramento Hall Avenue, starting at 3 o'clock. So... Come on out. Definitely try to stop out in the uh, three o'clock, like like by three thirty, because uh, we've got our you know our little fun and games that we do at three fifty ish. Yes, and we need some players. Yeah, we're gonna need some players. So, I mean, I'm sure we can find some. But uh, if you want to win aftershock passes, that would be your opportunity. Yes. Yeah, to stop on out. And then you can, you know, do whatever you want to do. You can leave. I would stay, have some no, drinks, have leave. some food. Thank <laughs> right. We got some stuff to win. Well, I don't know what their schedule is. I'm just trying to be polite. 
You know, I remember last time we were out here, we just got to town. We met some nice fellows at the table. I mean, they weren't there for us, but we met them. We actually had some people come out, though, for us because they wanted the prizes that you told them to come get and leave. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> come get and leave. Right. Have you guys ever walked out of a movie? I have. Only once, though. Yeah, usually it's once or twice. It's only once, and that's when I went to see Cats. I don't know what I thought it was or what I thought it was going to be, but once Which we- one? The one that just came out, like, 2019. With Taylor Swift and James Corden? Yes. And even though I realized Idris was in it, I was like, I just can't keep sitting. Is that like one of the this. worst movies ever made? It they... was horrible. Uh. It was so bad. And the person I went with, we just kept looking at each other because I've never done that before. And I knew that he didn't want to see it. And I knew he just was sitting there because of me. And I was just like, Oh, the pressure's on you. Do you want to? Do you want to leave? And he was like, Please. So we got up and left. <laughs> you didn't go to a different movie. No, we just left and went and did something else altogether. Okay. So, so you okay? So your your reasoning for leaving a movie is because it was bad. It was bad. Yes, it was. I don't I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't that. Right. By the way, if you want to get in on this conversation, nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five, or you can text in a movie that you uh, walked out on. The same number, uh, messaging data rates apply. You walked out, Nelson? Uh, I had to walk out because of my kids at a cartoon movie. I can't remember if it was the the Halloween uh, Pixar film or if it was uh, Frozen 2. It was one of them. And the prob- Frozen 2? Well, the, the problem was Roman was so young, and so he hadn't act- he'd been to like one other movie before at that point, and they, they aired a short before it. So there's like this 20-minute cartoon movie beforehand and then the full-on Pixar, Pixar feature film, mm-hmm. and it was just too much at that point. You know what oh. I saw today? I went to the UPS store, or yesterday, I went to the UPS store, and they're putting in a Froyo place next to it. And the name of the Froyo place is called Fro-Zone. Brilliant. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Frozen. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? That is. That's good. I, I've, I've, I, I have such appreciation for creativity like that. I was like, God, I'm going to go out of my way to eat here because I just think that's so cool. <laughs> you thought that, too, when we saw that Bunt Cake place. I did. Nothing I Bunt, bunt cake. Cakes. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. What is it? Nothing Bunt Cakes. Nothing, yeah, nothing Bunt <laughs> Cakes. I wonder if they had to pay Disney for that, though, because that's the name of a character in one of their movies. Frozone? Frozone is Samuel L. Jackson's character in The Incredibles. But is it Fro-Zone? Well, maybe I, that's why they did it. Maybe the dash is what gets them uh, around that. So there's two movies uh, that I can remember that I've walked out of my lifetime. Uh, one... Uh, well, I walked out because my stepdad wanted to walk out. Uh, he was a big movie buff, so at a young age, I'd go to we'd go to the theater all the time. So it was the Cotton Club, which I don't even remember what it was about, but it was a bad movie. And he we walked out, and I remember I was a kid watching this movie. And, you know, I was watching R-rated movies as a kid, and when it was a big deal for kids to watch R-rated movies, and it was just so boring. So I was happy we walked out. Then he took us. This is the first stepdad, the the abusive one. Then he took me and my mother to go see Platoon. And <laughs> I took a kid to Platoon. Right. I was I mean, whenever oh Platoon came God. out, what year did it come out? Platoon's gotta be eighty if that eighty one oh, yeah. maybe? Oh no no no. It was late. It was it You was, think later eighties? Nineteen eighty seven. It was that late. Yep. Eighty seven. Really? Yep. That even seems way late. Hold Wait. on. It says Platoon is the 1986 film, war written, directed by Oliver Stone. Yeah, so 1986. 86. So oh, I was thinking of the Marlon Brando one. What was that one? That was early 80s. I don't know. 
So that was, I was 11 years old. And that scene with Matt Dillon, when he goes into the hut and you, you know, and he's the guy with one leg and they coax him to, you know, shoot the shotgun and the Uh guy, his face is all messed up. And I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I remember even years later as an adult trying to watch, watching that movie now, it's a very good movie with great actors, mm-hmm. but I had like PTSD from as a kid watching that scene. Yeah. I couldn't, I, I can't even watch it now. It's not a, like a, a fun, like I, can't, I can't do war movies anymore. And the reason being is because it's too real. Like the world we live in, we've experienced right. war. Yes. In the, in the 80s as a kid, you didn't know anything about it, no. right? We weren't, I mean, we were always at war at some aspect, but- not until the 90s where we became such a war-driven society where we actually see it unfold on TV and we see it actually happening in real time. So I, I don't do war movies anymore. As a kid, I grew up, loved war movies, played Army, all that stuff. That's how it was after I went to the Navy. I couldn't watch those movies where the ship sink. It couldn't do it. Nope. Just could, can't, can't, can't do it. So I bring this up because there's a new movie called Oppenheimer. 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 It's Oppenheimer. Right. He's the scientist that's uh, the United States scientist that uh, developed the uh, atomic bomb, mm-hmm. right? American scientist, J. Robert Oppenheimer. And that's what the, it's Christopher Nolan movie. And, you know, tons of big stars, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, I think Robert Downey Jr. is in it, blah, blah, blah. And the, the reviews are coming back that it's so good and so real that people are walking out because wow. they can't take it. I watched the trailer and just the sound effects watching the trailer through these headphones sounded amazing. Comes out July 21st it's from Universal Pictures. Well, we've seen, we saw the trailer and uh, what was the movie we went? Transformers. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, it was, it, they showed the trailer and I've seen the trailer before. I think they had it actually at the, the Galaxy movie. Oh, see, I didn't see it. I just saw it today. <laughs> so you're watching it and even the trailer because. You look at it and you're like, oh, my God. And, and, and what makes it, you know, it's one thing that, and I don't know how graphic they get. I'm, Because, sh- I mean, the end result is that we dropped two atomic bombs to end the Japanese campaign in World War II. Yes. On Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. The, I'm assuming the movie is the lead up, you know, to Oppenheimer inventing this if you watch the trailer explaining what it can do mm-hmm. because the idea of atomic power nuclear power was to be for the positives but then mm-hmm. we've turned it into the negatives of making it a, a, a weapon of mass destruction so what people are like and, and then and then they're saying the real part of it is these people struggling with the decisions of what to do well yeah imagine yeah. that you are the one that put together this weapon that is going to eradicate people in an instant. Right. It's not like you're in a war zone and you're pulling a trigger. You're somewhere far away and all of a sudden people are just gone. Yeah. Well, it's our response to Pearl Harbor. Right. You know, and but all these innocent lives get lost. But I don't see that as being a movie that will be something people will walk out on. Well, that's what I wonder if they if the movie goes all the way up to the bombing. That's what I wanted. To that say. would be the like that the, the probably one of those movies at the end where it just shows the Enola Gay uh-huh. flying over and dropping the bomb, and then they do go into so many the people text over, yeah, the text. But yeah, you wouldn't. I guess you wouldn't walk out midway though. That would be the end of the movie. You would think. I don't know. I don't <clears> see <throat> anything about this movie that says I want to walk out because I don't want to see it. Well, I wonder. Make sure you stay till after the credits, Nelson. <laughs> you never know what kind of Easter egg they're going to get for Oppenheimer too. <laughs> 
Somebody texted in and said The Knowing with Nicolas Cage. I love Cage, but the movie was horrible. Oh, I, feel I didn't, like I saw that one. I, I've seen that. It's, I, I didn't think it was that bad, actually. <laughs> it was, it, we, I take that back. No, no, no. Your face it was, wasn't that bad. Well, it was bad, but it was so bad it was good. Like that movie with Mark Wahlberg where the plants are killing us. Oh, yes. What's that? Oh, that, I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, it's awful. It is so bad and so ridiculous. Get away from the trees. It's actually worth watching. Uh-huh. Yeah. Makes everybody commit suicide. So let me see. Plants are killing knowing. us. I've not seen the knowing. I thought that was the one where maybe he could see in the future. Do That's you? called the happening. The happening. Yeah, yeah, I like that one too. The happening. I seen that. Isn't that wow. stupid movie? Like that. <laughs> I liked it though. Don't you feel guilty when you leave a movie though? You're like, God, I just spent all that money. I got comfortable. Yeah. Movies aren't cheap to go to. No. And you sit down. You spend you know fifteen dollars for your ticket, if not more. Then you're in for another you know. Twenty to fifty dollars, depending on how much stuff you buy. That's how I felt about Jeepers Creepers. No, Sep- that's how I felt about The Quiet Place. Sep- the Quiet Place was such a good movie. No, the first with Emily Blunt. The and first John- half, nothing was. You're in the movies and it's quiet. Are you kidding? No, me? no, 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 no. It's not quiet. All as you hear is <laughs> crunching. <laughs> that's what I. That's. I agree. It wasn't the best, but it Watch was it at home, not in the movies. It, it wasn't bad, but I, I was like, I don't think I've, I don't th- even Castaway had more noise exactly in the first hour. You know, like you had to be real quiet, otherwise they come for you. And you kind of wanted to just go, like, dude. Really, you eat Twizzlers that loud? <laughs> it's all yours, popcorn crunching. <laughs> How can you smack Twizzlers? And you could tell the people that were trying to be quiet. Because they realize that there's it's no so sound. quiet. <laughs> so you you would see him go. Right. <laughs> the slow crunch. <laughs> and then you have the people that are like, GFY. <laughs> that would have been me. <laughs> the ones that don't even realize that there's zero sound. Oh, my God. I'll eat my food at this point. Yeah. <laughs> There's a uh, a really good movie, a World War II driven movie. This one's worth seeing because it's kind of, I mean, it's based off of true events that I was unaware of up until just a couple of years ago. And I consider myself a fairly knowledgeable history buff, but the it's the story of the USS Philadelphia. And not too many people, I found out, that are familiar with the Philadelphia story. Yeah, you brought that to my knowledge. Uh, that it was the boat. The, the U.S. ship that transferred the bomb uh, for the Enola Gay to, to drop. Like, the Enola Gay didn't leave the United States. You know, it was mm. somewhere else. I forget where. But the reason why they did it was because this boat was really fast, and they had to go through enemy territory where there's tons of Japanese submarines. Oh. And so whether this is Hollywood or not, Nick Cage stars in it. Um, they... Uh, the guy that, sh- that, you know, spoiler alert, but I don't think there's such thing when you're talking about history. The the one that actually torpedoes the Philadelphia, he was razzed by his Japanese buddies because he has never sank a United States ship. Indianapolis, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry, Indianapolis, not They're Philadelphia. They're in the Philippine sorry. Sea. Um, so he never sunk the ship. And, uh, and so he finally does that, and once... They hits the ship and everybody jumps off into the water and tries to get in their safety boats mm-hmm. and they're just hanging out in the water waiting to be rescued. They get eaten by sharks. Oh, oh my God! Yes, yeah. they're eaten by sharks. Yeah, sorry, Indianapolis, not Philadelphia. I, mean, I don't know why yeah. it's Philadelphia in my mind. 
Indianapolis. It's, I mean, it's a really good story, but it, this actually happened. This was a real story. And then years later, when they bring it back to D.C. and they go through, you know, the political and judicial conversations of what happened and who was at fault and all this kind of stuff, the guy that, again, I don't know if this is the Hollywood part or not, but the guy that actually torpedoed the boat is there. This is years later when we're all friends now. Right. And he meets the captain, which is played by Nick Cage, and they meet and they, you know. I want to go do. watch this movie. It's a, that, it's a phenomenal movie. I want to go watch this movie. It's got Sizemore in it, Thomas Jane, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, this looks like an all-star cast of, yeah. like, badasses. Did you know the story? No. Of the Indianapolis? I had no idea. That's pretty good. You're putting us wow. on. You're giving us some knowledge. Putting you on. Yeah. Putting you on. Anyway, so Oppenheimer, July 21st. Good chance you'll go and see it, and there's a good chance you might walk out because it's so real. Those are the movies I have a problem with, the ones that are too real. There's some that I won't watch again because they're too real, but I didn't walk out. Like Precious. I won't ever watch that movie again, but it was good, and I watched it in the movies, and I stayed, but I won't watch it again. Why? Was it too real? Because it's too real. Was it about a fat girl, right? Right, but it was about her growing up with an abusive mother and being molested and a lot of other stuff that she went through that caused her to be the way she is. Oh, a happy ending? No. Oh. So it's not a movie I would watch. Oh. They have a sequel, like Precious Goes to New York? No, no, there's no sequel. Most <laughs> people watched it. They watched it the one time. It was a good movie, but they don't. you won't watch it again. Okay. Precious not- in Space? Precious. Precious Goes to Camp? No. <laughs> I love the series of Precious. I love the Precious series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she moved on to American Horror Story. Precious goes to the horror story. She mm-hmm. did. Oh, good for her. Mm-hmm. You'd think she'd go somewhere else. No, she went to horror. Oh. She's stuck in her genre. Good for Precious. <laughs> she put Precious and Big Mike in a movie. <laughs> what Big Mike? Precious goes blind. Oh, oh my gosh. Different, different side of Precious. You know, something like that. No. I was going to say something. The blind side of Precious? The blind side, yeah, the blind side of Precious. All right, uh, let's do another push for this Nickelback promotion. We got more audio? Yeah, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait. Got yeah. like one or two, right? I got two more people here for you. I think. Yeah, I got two more people. Oh, this celebrity has lost 200 pounds, and that's good, right? That this is. Makes, Lose 200 pounds. Makes him more healthy. Unless you look like a bobblehead. But there's something to be said about certain people losing weight. Like Precious. If Precious were skinny, that that movie wouldn't have been, you know. No, it wouldn't have. You need fat Precious. She had to be overweight, yes. Right, exactly. (laughs) So same with this this actor that I'm going to tell you about. Like I've seen pictures now that he's lost 200 pounds. Just takes away everything that I remember him from. Yes. Same with comedians. Comedians especially. Mm -hmm. It seems like they're not as funny. They are. That's a thing. It has to be a thing. All right. Give us a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Tonight, 11.59 is your deadline to get your submissions in if you want to get up on stage and sing Rockstar with the band Nickelback July 8th at the Toyota Amphitheater. KRXQ.net. That is the website for 98 Rock. KRXQ.net. That's where you will upload your 30-second video or audio file of you singing Rockstar. We've had uh, every single one of the submissions that we've played. I mean, there's obviously a lot more than just what we've played. 
we're just kind of cherry picking. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we're listening to them beforehand. Well, at least I'm not. No. I'm just kind of <laughs> randomly grabbing audio uh, of some of these. So uh, quickly, give me the last two okay. that, that you pulled for today. Yeah, here's uh, Cynthia. Well, we all just don't want to be big rock stars and live in hilltop houses, driving 15 cars. The girls come easy and the drugs come cheap. We'll all stay skinny because we just won't eat. And we'll hang out in the coolest bars with the VIP and the movie stars. I thought she kind of sounded like Amy uh, Lee of Evanescence a little bit. Break me down! Is that what you're waiting for? Boy bonnet with <laughs> a kind of... And then here's Lisa. Well, we all just don't want to be big rock stars and live in hilltop houses driving 15 cars. The girls come easy and the drugs come cheap. We'll all stay skinny because we just won't eat and we'll hang out in the coolest bars. <laughs> <laughs> so if I, like, I haven't seen, are these both videos? Uh, one was video, one was audio. Uh, well, the I don't one know. I just played for you was video. I don't know what either one of them look like, but the last one, Lisa, <laughs> she strikes me as a short, Daisy Duke wearing, plaid shirt wearing. Dark hair. Dark, past shoulder length hair. You know, that that scene is like, I want to be big rock star. You know, you just kind of breathe out a lot. <laughs> the only thing I didn't get from that was I, she was in like a spaghetti strap top, I think. So, But otherwise, I believe it was a Daisy Duke. Oh, right. right about the, yeah, about the, the dark, dark hair. hair. She's, in her, she's in her backyard as hmm. she's doing it. I don't know about Cynthia. That was just an audio only, the first one. We They're did. great, though. I mean, everybody's doing great. So tomorrow, uh, they have a panel of experts that will pick the winner. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I saw on my calendar that I'm a part of this meet. I don't. Nope. I, I know we're new here and we're all kind of getting to know each other, but I guess I need to explain to whomever's in charge of this. I don't pick winners for anything. Ever. Never. Ever. Nope. Radio never, talent never, should ever. never pick winners. No. Uh, now, like when we do stuff on the show, you'll see I'll be the tiebreaker, but I will not pick the winners. I Begrudgingly. Just, I, I've, I've done too many of the bikini contests and the wet T-shirts and all that <laughs> stuff. Where you pick a winner and you have one person that's happy with you and everybody else hates you. Yep, that's how it goes. And they get angry and they throw stuff and they scream at you and say- get hate mail. Hate mail and cuss words and stuff. So <laughs> I just take myself out of the equation and let other people pick winners. Didn't you see my nipple piercing? How couldn't you pick me for the contest? <laughs> uh, have you seen pictures of John Goodman? Oh, it looks bad. Like, I'm happy. It's good for him. But all the loose skin. Down 200 pounds. It's not even his weight loss that looks bad. His face just looks really well, bad. Well, he's always had a chubby face, though. But You're, it looks like he got acne or something. Listen to you two. So somebody's overweight for their entire lives. Mm-hmm. You look at it Check. and accept it. They're unhealthy, probably heart issues, diabetes, what, what have you. The guy loses 200 pounds. And you look at him and go, oh, my God, he looks sick. He's in a-. Anytime somebody loses weight... People make more of a big deal about you losing weight in a negative way uh-huh. than they do in a positive way. It's funny. No, that's it's weird. not what I'm saying about his face. I'm saying like he has like stuff in it. Oh, like he's got uh, bad acne. Like yeah, you were saying, and like dry skin. And- Said I was just eating all the time. I was just eating alcoholically. He Can't told relate. ABC. Uh, this was back in 2016. He said at one point he was up to 392 pounds. Mm-hmm. I got tired, sick, and tired of looking at myself. You're shaving in the mirror, and you don't want to look at yourself. It gets dangerous. So uh, part of that strategic planning was putting John Goodman on a Mediterranean-style eating plan 
That includes fish, chicken, vegetables, fruit, olive oil, and nuts. He exercises six days a week and tries to reach ten to 12,000 steps per day, though he admits he's been slacking since the pandemic. So this goes back to the pandemic. Um, but, you know, that was a good thing to do during the pandemic if you're in lockdown. Yeah. Lose some weight. You just I have did. to get motivated. I did, but I ballooned back up. Well, we weren't talking about you. Talking I know, about but I'm just saying, like, he jumped on that pretty quick. <laughs> he just wants it to be known. That's all. No, that just like a lot of times, and I hope he gets. I hope he does keep it off because I can go where I, I lose a huge swath of weight, and then I, as soon as I like acknowledge that I've done something good, then I will eat it back up. Like it's, I'm disgusted with myself over it, and I always eat myself up to a bigger weight than I was before I started losing weight. Before mine never mattered. I'm about to say, what are you going to do to break the cycle? I have no idea. I've been trying. I got to tell you. I don't drink you anymore. I don't put to daily boot camp. I'm I telling you. I, listen, you I should have oh, committed to we, it. Yeah, he's. I'm not smoking. Uh, I don't smoke pot anymore. I don't drink anymore. I'm on soda. That's about the only thing I need to kick now is I have a monster energy drink oh, next to me. Horrible. Yeah, but you know what good. I mean? So I'm not doing any of the things no, that no, would. No, 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 no. You have two monster energy drinks. No, I only have one next There's to me. Two. I see two. I thought I threw the other can away. <laughs> The other one's empty. If you're going to drink it. You're lying. You got to be honest, Nelson. Drink the sugar free. Oh, they're so gross. They're not. You get used to it. If you got to have an energy. I'm an energy drink fiend. Always sugar free. I will try the sugar free The new energy drinks that he drinks now, they are $35 for a case. But those actually taste really good. I'm telling you they do. It's sugar and carbs, dude. And not only all the carbs. You can still eat carbs. You just got to eat good carbs. The best weight loss I ever did was when I was doing low carb. Though it just like melted off. Wait, you just don't have the um, willpower. Yeah, keep yeah. going. Regiment. My no. grandma would say the get up and go about yourself. Yeah. My my thing is I obsess about it, and then as soon as the obsession is broken, then I can't like reobsess again. No, no, no. I'll tell you what your problem is. I I, <laughs> I, I can tell you everything. Go ahead. <laughs> your problem is you like to tell people what you did a long time ago versus doing it now. Oh, God. Well, I do not live in the past. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm just saying you don't believe that it's ever been you, done. You, without even being asked, I was talking about John Goodman. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what you're talking about at I first. I can relate to it. You, you, but you just was like, why? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you felt your body feels the need to let people know that at one time you lost weight. Yeah. Because be you great. feel like that substitute substitutes you now not losing weight. Maybe. No, it's not maybe. <laughs> Listen, can I process it for Christ's sake? No, you, give me a second to like. You don't even have to. It. You just have to say yes. Thank Maybe. you. May I have another? <laughs> give me more advice. Tell me more about my weight loss. Tell me more. Look, I've been there. I've done it. I know what it's like. You know, you just you like you got to have balls, man. You have no balls. You you just don't. You well, we got two of them. No, they're not real. Oh, they're Perfect. real. They're no, great balls. The little too. styrofoam ones. You get a Hobby Lobby. <laughs> no. Some of the best balls on the planet. The Hobby Lobby balls. You know the ones where you poke the plant things in? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like those balls. Okay, I got you. So you like Nelson's balls. Thank I don't you. know about Nelson's, but I like Thank the you. ones at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> Look at this beautiful beast of a woman. She did Bailey Boot Camp. I can and color I still, a beast. I'm still going. And look at that. She's still going. Do you think that six months ago, she would have wore horizontal stripes as a fashionista. She knows better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know better. I'm but not. now she can wear horizontal stripes. That's the ones that make you look fatter, right? That's the long ones. Not if the tall you ones. are, 
but she is no longer. Gotcha. And some girls don't wear it because they spell it differently. Like what? Horizontal. W-H-O-R. Oh. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) That was good. Got it. Horizontal bop. Bing. All right. Mind over matter, Nelson. That's right. Yeah, get on get on my team here. I am. I yeah. am. I agree with you on this. God, I've, I've told Nelson, like, I, he got to get on it. My biggest accomplishment would have been that. Oh, Nelson? Yeah. yeah. But I knew it was a lost cause. It's not a lost cause. It was like it was like if I was out there trying to find the submarine. I don't know. It's just they don't have a chance. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> I don't know. After that what, second workout he went with us to, I, I think it's best he didn't go back with us. If he really, If he really wanted my help. He would be at my door at 7 a.m. every morning waiting to go to the gym on my side of town. Oh, yeah. He ain't going do that. I'll tell you no. that right now. I'll tell you that right now, too. <laughs> he ain't going do that. He and I would share a pair. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> that does sound really good, though. Oh, I've got a whole bag of pears, and they're delicious. Oh, and I, I cut them up it. with a knife. It's my go-to treat every day. Where'd you get pears from? Uh, pear store. Store? There's two of them in town. I'm just saying, I haven't even seen pears like out <laughs> when I go to the grocery store. So I'm like, where'd you find good pears? <laughs> right over the top. Right over the top. Why? Does that say more about her or about me? I understand every one of your stupid jokes. Who woke oh. up this morning and thought that they were going to get a pear joke? <laughs> Nelson. He's laughing so hard. All right, fourth and final <laughs> round of headlines. I want to tell you what attacked a Netflix crew and why a blind man was kicked out of a gym. All right, get you that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. And live or no. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Fourth and final round of headlines. Nikki D. Not even Netflix is safe from shark attacks. 8-7. Now to a frightening shark attack caught on camera. A tiger shark going after a fisherman's kayak in the waters off of Hawaii. Whoa. (laughs) So a Netflix crew was out filming Our Planet 2, and they were attacked by some tiger sharks. They were out in Hawaii, and they were trying to get some clips of the sharks doing something underwater. And out of nowhere, two tiger sharks came, bit the top of their boats, and deflated both of them. Now, luckily, they weren't so far out in the water that they couldn't make it back to shore. They were only like 300 and something feet away. So they had to juice back to get to shore so so the tiger sharks didn't eat them up. But luckily... For them, uh, the tiger sharks didn't kill them. Yeah, there's. Uh, I'm telling you, there's something going on with these these sea animals because I was reading the other day that since 2020, there's been an uptick in killer whale attacks on boats. Oh, see, I didn't see that. <laughs> I'm so excited over there. I love it. She, they say the tiger sharks are hungry. You love when human beings die from sea sea creatures. Look, yes. I don't love for them to die. I like watching the attacks because they're entertaining. But I don't love for them to die. Is there a difference? I mean, kind of, but not much. A lot of people survive them. These Netflix crew people survive. Very gray area. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just, like, lose a limb, right? That's what you're saying? Well, or you can stay out of the ocean and you won't lose anything. So you want to go out there then. So it's the Netflix guy's fault. Is, it absolutely is their fault. You're out here trying to film some Save Our Planet documentary. You're playing around with tiger sharks. They're hungry. You're in their space. They're going to eat you. 
It's your fault. Guy's what? just trying to feed his family. Yeah, guy's just trying to work. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get eaten by a tiger shark. Yeah. So these killer whales, in the past three years, there's been this, not slight, but pretty big uh, uptick of them attacking boats. I mean, this is stuff like you'd see in movies. Mm. And, you know, obviously killer whales are huge. They are. And, and the, they're... They, I was watching some of these video, like it's all captured. You can Google it. And they're putting holes like in the halls of these boats, like sinking. They take in water. They have to be rescued because these killer killer whales are going under the boat and then coming up and ramming them. I mean, that's like stuff you would read in an old pirate book of like Uh the giant squid that came and wrapped around the boat or something. It sounds like the Scary. fish are tired of people being in their environment. I agree. And they want them out. And they it, unionized finally or it, what? It's they like, had a meeting. It's like, yeah, it's like we sit here and we talk about when are the aliens going to invade? When are we going to kill ourselves and stuff? And we're like totally taking our eye like off the ball of these animals are sick and tired of us putting mm-hmm. them in circuses, putting them in tutus, mm-hmm. making them dance, <laughs> shooting them for no reason. <laughs> you know, all this kind of stuff. Like, okay, you know what? You want to play it. with fire? Play with fire. We're going to come and eat you. Absolutely. <laughs> you want to come in the water? You're not going to take me out. Easy. The black bear attack in uh, Phoenix uh, last week. Yep. Just very unusual. Unless the guy was playing around with its cubs, that usually doesn't happen. The animals are, are revolting against us right Dude, now. Dude, didn't you see camping's over here? My space here. It's time for you to die. That's the only thing a bear's going to bear, right? Period. And a shark going to shark. Shark going to shark. All right. Second one. A blind man walks into a gym. At least he thought so. H eight. So I was doing my exercises like a good gym lad, <laughs> and um, yeah, my eyes just when I'm concentrating, especially they will just fall wherever they want to. And unfortunately, there was a woman doing some exercises and yeah. said something along the lines of, "Why do you keep staring at me? Stop! Like, don't be so creepy." So this guy, 21 years old, goes to the gym. All he's trying to do is work out. He has a his uh, cane that he had folded up next to him where you can see that it's a walking stick that someone blind uses. Well, this lady at the gym felt like he was checking her out. So she starts being super mean to this guy, asking what he's looking at. She told him that he was creepy. He then tells the woman, hey, I'm not looking at you. I'm blind. I guess she thinks that he's lying. <laughs> So she tells him to shut up. She goes and gets a manager. Please tell me this. There's video of this, right? Just him telling his story, oh. not not oh him God, actually being great. thrown out. She goes and gets a manager, and a manager asks him to leave the gym. What? So there's yeah. if there's a guy, and I forget his name. He's a big deal on the internet. He's uh he's just jacked, right? But and he's he's like the when all these videos of women started calling out these guys for allegedly creeping on them Mm -hmm. and then they started to get out of control where they were falsely accusing these guys of looking at them and so this guy is taking the side of the the people that are being falsely accused and he's like this is gym etiquette and he goes after him so he'll split screen it he'll show the video of them saying this guy blah 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 and then he'll correct and say this guy's not looking at you you're in front of him (laughs) <laughs> and your super setting like you are not following the gym rules and he calls them out it's awesome oh dang I because see that. like and i see this you know not so much where i go uh, i can't wait to move on to another gym but this planet fitness that i go to um you know there's a couple like the, a lot of the younger girls will wear you know like the lulu outfits and this and this and that and and you can watch them kind of look around 
and want to be like they want to see ca- who's looking at them. They, <laughs> they want to be caught. Yep, that's right? exactly what they do. But when you're in a gym, especially if you're in the uh, like dumbbell section, you're all facing one way, and there's only so much room that you have. Mm-hmm. So everybody's staring at each other. You have no choice because you're looking in a mirror. And we're in a small space. It's it just that's so women. Not all the time people are checking you out. No, it's not. very narcissistic to think that every time, you know, if you are, and again, let's not forget that guys are attracted to women. Mm. And if you're wearing barely nothing, you know, don't get this twisted, right? But if you're wearing, that's going to attract a man. Doesn't mean he's a rapist or he's a pervert or he's a creep. He's just admiring your body. That's I what guys do. I wouldn't be mad that a man was glancing at me. Now, if somebody's just sitting there staring at you and their eyes aren't leaving, I that's agree. the part that would be creepy. But this guy was blind, so right. he doesn't know where his right. eyes are even looking. There, there is a difference, right? There, <laughs> right. There's a fine line mm-hmm. where you can say, all right, the guy glanced over. Right. But then there's also the conversation of like, I mean, this is how, I guess, we used to pick up women. We would stare, and then we'd give a look. And, you know, you would either give a look back or not. And there would be that chemistry from far away. You do that now, you're getting thrown up on the Internet as a creeper. Well, if you're ugly, because if you find, she's going to be like, ooh, he's looking at me. Right. It's, well, it's, <laughs> then it's pick and choose for the woman. Yeah. I would pay 100 bucks for a woman to compliment me. I haven't had a woman compliment me since my wife. But I'm just talking about somebody other than my wife. You know, I want somebody to hit on me. But just stop forgetting about the Starbucks lady in the in the car. She gave you a good hit on, and you're not giving her her credit. Yeah, but she was not in the she window. She wasn't attractive, so you didn't no, want her hit on. She was no. She actually she was she was fairly attractive. But okay. I'm talking about I want the supermodel hit on. I want from big back in the Big Daddy Bang Bang days. <laughs> I want those kind of girls to hit on me. Okay. Now, and I'm not saying a lot. Just every once in a while, and I want them to do it in front of my wife. Oh, a lot of people aren't oh, yeah. that brave. Yeah. Yeah, you want you want to know the uh, the daddy can still hunt. That's, well, you want your wife right. to go to jail? No, no, no. I want to just say pop somebody in their eye. No, this is when I say, "Oh, come on! I think you're overreacting." Right? <laughs> just oh, like that's the best. Just like supposedly I overreact all the time. Right? <laughs> that's what I was saying. I was like, you know what? You know, I told you the kid still got it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you just kind of give her one of those. Oh, she needs please. to be, you know, kind of because I know guys hit on her. I I know it. And her her line of work, I mean, for those that don't know, she's a stripper. But for her line of work, there's guys that are hitting on her. There's no doubt. I'm just kidding. She's a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. For her line of work. <laughs> Which is just called up to the show. Uh, yeah. Nikki D's got 30-second delay on her. Call him right now. All right, last minute. Did you really not hear the stripper joke? No. <sighs> what? I mean, I know y'all want me to get all these jokes, but he talks so fast, and the stuff rolls off his tongue so easy, I can't pick up on all these jokes like you, Nelson. Do you want me to talk slower? (laughs) No, I just don't be looking at me crazy because I don't catch all your jokes. I can Like, I missed the pear joke. I still don't know what it is, but it's fine. I I get missing the pear joke. Can slow everything down (laughs) I didn't know you were challenged. I'm not challenged. I just don't get all of your jokes. Well, that one was pretty blatant. What makes you think I didn't get it? You said she's not in that field. Ha ha, she's real estate. I got that. No, you missed the part of the field she's not actually in. Never mind. It's fine. No, it's not fine. But we'll talk about it after the show. (laughs) 
about after Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what I'm talking to you about. Now. You could remind me. Jeopardy Jeff questions. No, don't. You don't got to remind him. <laughs> we both will get talked to. Remember that, but you can't remember the joke. <laughs> right. All right. Last minute calls, comments, uh, concerns, either on the phones or on the text. 916-909-0985. Also, uh, a couple things that have happened in the last couple hours that we've learned regarding the lost submersible submarine that was looking for the Titanic and a possible could be very interesting guest tomorrow. So I'll tell you about that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson about out the door for a Wednesday. A couple things with this uh, Titanic submersible that is still missing. As we told you earlier, there's a lot of stuff right now, right? Uh, as we told you earlier, they've got enough oxygen to last them, the five people that are trapped in this thing, if they're still alive, until 5.30 tomorrow morning. So when you wake up to do whatever it is that you do, most likely it'll be after 5.30. Uh, if they haven't been found alive and gotten out by then, they're dead. Dang. They just don't have oxygen. They, don't have anything. they can't breathe. So they're just done so. Now, there's this guy that's... I guess kind of a big deal on Instagram and he's former military and he knows what he's talking about. Allegedly, we were turned on by a two percenter of this show. And uh, so we reached out to him and uh, he's saying that he's got sources. They already know what happened. Really? Oh, and they just haven't released it. Yeah. They said that he his sources have told them um, that they actually died uh very shortly after launch, that it, it, it imploded. Hmm. That's what that, at least that's what he posted. I'm not, I'm not saying anything that he hasn't posted, but again, that's from somebody's Instagram, and I don't even know who this person is other than what I read about him. See, that's, that's a, what I want to know though is where their bodies at. So, like the way that he he's making it sound is like I don't even know how they launched this thing. Is it launched from a boat? Yeah, it gets yeah. Uh, put into the water from a boat. Like and, there's a crane and, and it, a but it does, boat. And it has what little motors on it? The way that it looks in the pictures that I've seen is it looks like something on the back of, of a trailer hitch with kind of like tires under it but not in in the the um in, the inflatable sits right in the middle of it and it has a cord so it launches it off of that kind of like pushes it out into the thing and it goes down and i guess when they pick it back up it has to be the same thing it comes back up on this support boat to go back well the way he's making it sound is like as soon as it launched it imploded well then why wouldn't that mean water would there was a crack water got into it and it just leaked that's what i'm saying but that's what i don't understand if that happened who the people on this support boat i want to talk to those people like what were they doing yeah what can they see? What do they know? Like, why isn't anybody talking to the support boat people? Maybe it got down to a certain depth that out of sight, out of reach. And, you know, again, maybe they knew as soon as it happened. Well, they said they didn't lose signal, though, until after an hour being down there. I thought an hour and 45. Yeah. There's already a documentary that's going to be released tomorrow on this. How that happens, I have no idea. What kind of documentary? No, about what's happening. No way. Yeah. What is it called? Let me see. It's called uh, a documentary about the lost Titanic submarine <laughs> will air on the UK's Channel 5 tomorrow. Oh, on the UK's Titanic Channel 5. Titanic sub, lost at sea. That's what it's called. Dang. Real inventive. 
Yeah. I'm assuming they don't have an ending yet. No, they right? can't because nothing's out. <laughs> we don't know what the, what's going on. Uh, I mean, that just kind of sets you up for Titanic sub Lost at Sea 2. Well, yeah. Don't you hate it when it ends on a cliffhanger? I know, really. <laughs> Especially when, like, really there's no ending. Right. Where they've, where they've actually filmed eight different alternative endings, <laughs> alternate yeah. endings, and they're just waiting for 530 <laughs> until something happens. Or maybe they know something nobody else does. So, But maybe we're going to have this guy on tomorrow. He's in the U.K. He's uh, vacationing with his family, and Nelson's been going back and forth with him. And it'd be the time we want him on here in SAC, he would be midnight in, in the U.K. Yeah. And I'm like, well, be that, late. that's not that bad. I mean, I've done this before. Yes. He's like... Well, I'd, you know, have to take a night not going out with my friends. Like, no, dude, just get a cell phone. Yeah. Find a quiet place for, you know, 10, 15 minutes and, you know, have a beer with you and have a chat with us. Also, he, he's going back and forth with me right now, two hours after I want him to be on the show tomorrow. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, he's up right now. Yeah, I understand that it's late his time, but he is engaging with me later. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, you, you should, should say bring that, that to him. up to him. Should look say, at us. <laughs> hey, look, not not for nothing, dude, but you do realize it's two hours after I want you to come on tomorrow. Right. And like, you're still up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe you do it later, like after he goes out with his friends. Yeah, that's fine, too. Give him that option. Say, hey, look, we can do it an hour later than what I want, and yeah. that'll give you time to get home. You I might don't be, care if you're popped. Yeah, he's going to be drunk, that's probably. So. You better still give us the facts. Yeah, give us uh, something. All right. Well, tomorrow... Uh, I have a feeling we'll probably learn something. We should. But are they going to tell us the truth? Now that's the next thing. Are they going to tell us the truth? They're going to give us a runaround. Okay, it, QAnon. It, it doesn't matter what they say. There's going to be sects of people that are not going to believe it. Probably me. <laughs> right? I mean, whatever they say, there's going to be conspiracies. Mm-hmm. I mean, the political conspiracies are hilarious. Right. I mean, they're not supposed to be funny, but they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. Of what people actually believe is going on, you know? So, anyway, all right, let's get out of here. Uh, the Nickelback promotion ends tonight at 11.59, krxq.net. Want to be on stage with Nickelback July 8th at the Toyota Amphitheater? you got to upload your video, krxq.net, or audio file of you singing Rockstar. Friday, we'll be at Twin Peaks, Sacramento, Howell Avenue, 3 to 7. We'll probably stay later, I'm sure. Food, drinks, prizes, and good times. Hope to see you out there then. You got anything, Nikki? Um, I'm going to get better at these jokes tomorrow. <laughs> well, I just need you to listen. I, I, <laughs> didn't you just go to the doctor because you had gunks of wax in your ear? Yeah. I think you got gunks of wax in your ear. They do say it's forming faster. Which I is, don't know why. It's because you're not focused. <laughs> Might have something to do with Nelson being overweight. It could be. <laughs> Did you guys know? I'm overweight, and I've lost weight before I gained it back. I've heard that story before. Mm-hmm. So, it's pretty compelling. Yeah. That wall makes you slimmer. Oh, I need to stand by this wall all the time then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you got anything? I'm going to let Roland take my part here. Hey, hey, I want to be a rock star. What the f*** was that? <laughs> <laughs> Still my favorite. <laughs> Not so much Roland, but the wife. The wife makes it. She does. Uh, give us a follow at Listen to the BS, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and uh, what else we have on Facebook, and then at The Bailey Show on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel. Please have yourself a great, safe rest of your evening, and we will talk to you tomorrow at 3. Yeah, bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show.